right, so it is Friday, July 17th. We are here for the 11th episode of The Chopping Block. I'm very surprised that we've made it this far. Um, I thought we would have lost interest long ago. Right, but we're we're still kicking in there. Um, As always, uh, Jonathan, Joey, this was... we have another person in here today. Unless uh, you can't tell. Yeah, her, her, yeah. her phone just went off. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, there we go. Nicole, um, very good friend of mine. Um, new friend of Joey's. Yep. Yep. And um, as far as I'm concerned, you're a gamer through and through. So, gamer um, um, since I was five and I got my first Sega Genesis. Yeah, Sega yeah. Genesis. Yeah, thank so you guys so, so much for having me on the show. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, we're glad to have you on. I, yeah. we, 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 we are well aware of the fact that we have like no one who wants to be here with us. <laughs> yeah, so, we just got to get um, the ball rolling and... You know, it's snowball. Hopefully, yeah, we're we're um, we're definitely uh, happy to have you on. Um, what kind of games are you into? Just kind of let everybody know what you're. Uh, well, what you're into as far as yeah. movies, video games, comic books. Video game wise, um, I'm kind of. Uh, I, I very much just like kind of follow like whatever my intuition is. I never. I don't really always play like every game that comes out or follow a lot of the stuff but um my top two games of all time are like super smash bros as a series you know of course yeah and then um starcraft like as a series as well. right right so right. those two games like i love games that um have like a competitive aspect of it, um to it you know like obviously the right, stuff that right. tears people apart yeah the, but I, and, those, and those are two genre or two genres that are one very different in my mm-hmm, opinion mm-hmm. and two very competitive yes like the starcraft mm-hmm. uh i people get played uh millions in korea to play starcraft mm-hmm. like it's a, they have their own huge like esports <laughs> like you know Contender, and I would say Smash Bros. is well on its way to be there as well. Yeah, it's so. growing with the new game. Like Melee is already huge, and, right? Uh, and has been huge for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's still around and getting bigger and bigger. And yeah. um, Smash Four came out last year, and it's just been like actually Evo is I think right now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And this actually, I know some friends from Bakersfield that are up there, uh, out there uh, competing in Melee. So yeah, that's actually pretty, pretty exciting. Cool, yeah. But yeah, you know, like, uh, they're pretty different, like, it's funny how you mentioned they're different games, but to me, I feel like StarCraft and Smash Bros are actually really similar, like, yep. um, like especially, like, the way I, like, in Smash Bros tournaments, you'll do, like, a one-on-one kind right, of thing, right. and uh, in the StarCraft tournaments, you'll be one-on-one, so it's kind of like this, like, uh, test of skill, you know, the yeah. one-on-one. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're similar in the competitive aspect, yeah. but when you look at them, it's... If I'm gonna play single player StarCraft, it takes single player oh, yeah. and Smash Bros. It's two different Vastly kinds of different. gameplay. Yeah, but yeah, I can see the competitive aspect definitely. being very, very similar. But yeah, I'm a I'm a musician, uh, so I feel like games where I can like um, learn like skills and improve on the skills like um, like are stuff I'm drawn to. Right, right. I love like really tight mechanics and. Mastering and you something. being a musician, I'm sure you're a huge fan of games also that have like amazing soundtracks because oh, yeah. I feel like more so in recent years, you see games that are really pushing the envelope on music. Like you'll mm-hmm. see great soundtracks that come with the game. Yeah. Right. It's it's not entirely all about having a just great gaming experience, but also having a great like music experience mm-hmm. to go along with it. So Yeah, it's like a full full uh 
package. Like it's it rivals the scope of like a movie soundtrack nowadays. Pretty much, I would say so. Easily, they get yeah. like they get like John Williams esque kind of scores yeah. going along with a yeah. lot of uh, games nowadays. Like yeah. they have cues for different parts of movies now, where right? Like, right. Crescendos or dissipates or something. Yeah, like that. Well, so it's pretty depending cool. on the action of the game. Mm-hmm. I feel like like those are those are really like great. I love them and hate them in horror games, especially. Yes. <laughs> you're like running around a corner, and you kind of hear this eerie sound growing. You're just like, mm-hmm. "Oh shit, something's gonna happen!" And they'll just hold it, and nothing will happen, and you'll just be constantly on edge. My asshole has gone into my body. <laughs> it is puckered so tight that it is that of a quasar. <laughs> yeah, it just makes you so anxious, and yeah. like just builds the, the the tension while you're playing. I still like. Uh, Amnesia was like one of my favorites. Uh, like, I never, I never beat that game. I couldn't beat it either. I still, I, I'm going to someday. I remember um, you playing that game, and I just remember you hear like screaming in your bedroom <laughs> while you were playing, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, Nicole's probably playing Amnesia." Am was cracking up at me. Yeah, but yeah, just you know, video games like the music adds so much to it, and like. Even like I have such a soft spot for like the retro sounds, like the eight yeah, for like chip two and kind of seeing a resurgence in a lot of the games nowadays. Like just in, in the music world in general too, there's a yeah. lot of chip tune artists out there. Yeah. Like, like that one just dude straight up making uh, things with their freaking Game Boys. That's yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's awesome. pretty cool. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to like kind of look into and following. Um, you know, in the future uh, with my musical endeavors, like it's just. Getting that, that that sound and really trying to figure out how I can utilize it and yeah. use it with like a like a band yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, some people out there are doing it pretty successfully, I would say. Yeah. Um, but let's. Um, I don't want to be wasting too much time here. <laughs> uh, Nicole, is there anything you've been watching this week or gaming? Well. Um, you Game did mention that you actually just watched uh, Ant Man. I just got Ant Man like an hour ago. Yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it was great. Yeah. I don't want to spoil stuff for you guys, but yeah, we still need to watch it. So, yeah. I'm gonna watch it, but like I was saying, I, I feel like I'm just a little bit burned out, like right now, right now, because I just watched Age of Ultron. Yeah, and that you know, so you that watched was, it late. Well, not like just watched. I watched okay. it a couple weeks ago, but yeah, you know, yeah. it's still it's just still kind of fresh in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just feel like it's a little too soon. But I mean, I, I do want to go watch. Well, it. you better get used to it because they're going to be releasing three Marvel movies a year now. Yeah, this is phase yeah, two. That's true. We're going into phase three. Like, yeah, it's going to get kind of crazy from now on. And then we're getting the DC slate coming out. I'm not and looking forward to that. <laughs> we'll get into that a little <laughs> bit later. Yeah. We saw some trailers uh, this weekend. Yeah. Um, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah. Um, anything you've been uh, gaming wise? Uh, see, like, I've been uh, in the recording studio the past, like, uh, like this week, and so I've been kind of trying to stay away from games, but the one game that has been, like, slipping into my life nonstop, no matter what I do, is Fallout Shelter. Yeah. Okay, so, so <laughs> I saw <laughs> some stuff on this. It looks so cool. I don't think you've gotten to play, Joe, you haven't gotten to play no. either because you have an Android. I can't We're supposed to be right getting now. it next month, I believe. Oh, what they said to it forward. Oh, uh, you guys... It's yeah, so, so I, it's one of those things I keep hearing. It's just um, you'll leave it alone mm-hmm. and you'll forget about it, 
and then it'll, you'll start playing it again, and it'll just like suck you right back in. You oh, won't yeah. be able to stop playing it. I'm like oh, constantly checking like every five mm-hmm. minutes to like you know. Oh, I gotta check my stuff. Oh, hey, it's 45 minutes later. Like all I wanted to do was just like name my little baby that had told me that my baby was born in my vault, and so I went in there, and then I ended up. Doing Ghana's what? <laughs> do you have like a, do you have like a set theme that you're naming your kids? I've seen a lot of people just like name every kid the same name, like male or female. Yeah. So they just like all names. Super horse. confusing. <laughs> I mostly like will, won't mess with the names too much, but if they look really funny, I'll change them. Like one of my guys that I have, like that's like a scientist. Uh, he looks just like Walter White. So and you can like change their name at any time. So right, I, like right. made his name Walter White. So I have like Walter White working in my vault. <laughs> In like one of the science labs, he has like super high rating, like intelligence, so he's good for the science. Lab. He cooks meth, obviously. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a very that's profitable business. That's what keeps yeah. everybody going in the wasteland. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like when you can't sleep for a couple weeks because of a couple of death claws hunting you, you need to stay awake somehow. Yeah, but that game is just like it engulfs me. It's so awesome. Like the resource management, like it tickles my my StarCraft bone a little bit, and like. It's really deep, and it's like it's the full experience is there, and you don't have to like do extra pay packages or anything. Yeah, and you don't have to, but at the same time, I think they reported like five point five million dollars worth of profit off of that game in the first month. That's crazy. It's, it's Fallout, so yeah. It, it's yeah. Fallout, yeah. But the fact that they came out, and they were like, it's free. You don't need to pay anything. Yeah. You can play it offline. Yep. Like they gave people all these things that they've wanted, mm-hmm. and everybody's like. This makes me okay with spending more money on it, but you think yeah. about how much money this is like making Bethesda, and it's insane. It, and it's all just extra cash, right? Exactly. Hopefully to make more content for Fallout Four, you could hope so. But they're still going to make us pay for that extra content. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. But yeah, like um, I have not spent a dime in Fallout Shelter, and like I'll tell you, yeah. it's like you're not. I mean. It's, I'm, there's like de- it's like definitely a harder road. If you right, right. It's playable without it. Yeah, but because like I know I think if you buy like the packages, like you'll just get really high stat like uh, dwellers. That yeah, you're gonna get like like higher leveled armor or weapons yeah. or new uh, people in your vault. Yeah, and so, I mean you can get all that stuff by just grinding, but you it takes a while and it takes dedication. But yeah, you know, it's a free game. Like yeah, <laughs> and you really can't complain with free. That's exactly. for damn sure. Exactly. Joey, what about you? What have you been uh, doing this week? Um, let's see. I just finished playing uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Got done with the story. Nice. Um, story's not bad. Uh, kind of just kind of left me thinking like I probably really should have finished playing Assassin's Creed Three to get most of this. <laughs> but oh, yeah. um, I stopped playing Assassin's Creed Three. Kind of got like there was a lot of stuff to do in that game, and it just kind of felt overwhelming. So I stopped playing it for a bit. And I just never picked it back up. Yeah. So I finished that. I've been kind of trying to think. I've been thinking about trying to get 100% completion on that one too. Mm. So I've been just going through and just like trying to get just get everything, I guess. It's really, I, I find it really fun in Black Flag just because the whole sailing aspect, right? Yeah. So I find that to be an exciting way to travel around, even yeah. if it is kind of just boring. Yeah, I use slow. fast travel all yeah. the time. That, is it like like Wind Waker kind of sailing? To, a little bit, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's uh, The islands aren't as... Uh, they don't show up as much as in Wind Waker where yeah. you have, like every quadrant has an island. Mm-hmm. Um, there are like large expanses of land where you won't find any island. Mm-hmm. Or I guess large expanses of water where you won't yeah. find any islands. Yeah. But you'll find other things you can do. Like you can um, hunt whales and yeah. like... 
like other sharking and whaling and shit. That's cool. And yeah. like, there's like these like fortresses that are out on the water that you can just like attack and take down and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, and take them know. over. And yeah, exactly. Much. So there's plenty okay. of stuff to do. Um, and I just find it, I find it kind of almost relaxing um, mm-hmm. playing that game um, and just kind of sailing on the water. Yes. Yeah. After a while, well, the, the sea shanties kind of make it because like, yeah. they take yeah. a little bit more So it's like, okay. and they're actual like real sea shanties that people used to sing. Like that's you know, interesting. Back, back during that time. Yeah, period. like I feel like they probably have a lot of like history. History. Yeah, yeah, like, definitely. I, I feel like usually the Assassin's Creed games are pretty good about referencing actual history, authenticity, along stuff, yeah. with mixing that with their own like you know, fantastical. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've actually never played an Assassin's Creed game, and I, really? at this point, I've got they just keep making them, and I'm like, there's a lot of them. No at the, yeah, at this like, point, at this point, it seems a little hard to jump in. Mm-hmm. Um, I would um, this new one, Syndicate. I know I don't think you're very excited for it, no, but really. it does look the very one good. At E3, with yeah, the, the newest one. Yeah, that one. With all the horse racing cool. and everything, you'll be able to ride vehicles and all yeah. that. Um, they seem to be adding a lot of features, and they're making it single player focused. Okay. So, um, if there's going to be one to jump in on, I would say it's probably that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other ones have uh, Unity had like cooperative play, which was broken. Um, Black Flag, I think, still had the multiplayer. Yeah, they have mode. multiplayer in it too. It's kind of um, lame. Yeah, it's, it's it's lackluster. It's not yeah. like yeah, it's it's really weird and. I don't know. I, I feel like we used we used to play the multiplayer on three, I believe. Either that or it was um, it was Brotherhood. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, we used to play the multiplayer on that one, and that one was okay, but it just it's just really repetitive. They only have like four game modes that you can really yeah, play. Yeah, and it's all pretty much the same thing. You pick like uh, a character, and there's let's say twelve different characters, like twelve different character models, and when you jump into this world, it's populated by. Clones of the same of all thing. these different characters, so you can yeah. hide along with your with characters that look like you. Yeah, and these other characters are hunting you. They don't exactly know where you are. They kind of just know a general direction. Okay. So if they see three guys of the same guy, they'll go after one of them. But yeah, yeah for sure. It, I don't know. It, it's it's. It seemed interesting, but it just wasn't executed as well as it Yeah, because a lot of people were pre- pretty much just, uh, like, running around on rooftops, and then as soon as they spotted you, you were done. Yeah. So, like, there's no way to really get around a lot of, a lot of the ga- uh, gameplay in that, I guess. Yeah. Like, the gameplay was just really flawed. That, yeah. And it's one of those things where um, lag really, really, really affected you. Yeah. Because, um, so there would be ways... It's not just a like, excuse if, if someone If someone <laughs> spotted you, you would be able to drop, like, a smoke bomb, and it would yeah. kind of confuse them you'd be able to get away. Um, or if they attack the wrong person, you'd be able to, able to press a button and counter them, yeah. and they'd get knocked down, you'd get points, you'd be able to run away. But if you, if this person's like connection is just a little bit better, they'd be able to take you out, and you wouldn't be able to do any kind of move to counter their attack. Yeah. So you'd kind of just end up upset. Or if you're going to kill someone, same thing would happen on the other end, where they would be able to drop a smoke bomb or counter yeah. on you, and you'd just be... Very, very yeah. upset. Or yeah. like the prompt would come up and you start mashing the B button and nothing happens because your connection is that shitty. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you're just dead. And then, yeah, then, then they kill you and you just kind of like, well, this is lame. Yeah. Um, but other than that, that's, that's the only thing I've been playing. I've been watching I, what, what, uh, a couple of animated flicks recently. I saw um, The Book of Life that came out last year. Um, the it was like, it's supposed to be like a Mexican fairy tale or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good. Nice. I was very surprised at how good it was. Like I, like, nice. I was kind of just 
like it was on HBO and I watched it on a whim. Yeah. And it was like, it was like this is actually really good. This was a lot better than the Frozen that came out last year. I don't know how this you know, this lost the Frozen. But yeah, I feel like it. Uh, it kind of went under the radar for a lot of people. It did. I and know the weirdest uh, thing yeah. is that it's pro- it was produced. Uh, one of the producers on it was Guillermo del Toro, uh-huh. and his newest film is Crimson Peak. This like gnarly looking, like super gory horror film. Wow. So like just like like two opposite ends of the spectrum for him. Yeah, complete one eighty. Being like he does weird stuff all the time with his movies, but. Just yeah. him as producer on this was just kind of a cool little, cool little nod to a lot of things, and there was a yeah. lot of authenticity to like the, to uh, uh, you know cultural references and stuff to it. Like a lot of Day of the Dead stuff was very yeah. accurate, and it was pretty cool. That's awesome. And then I saw uh, because GameFly, it, you're able to rent movies now, so um, I uh, watched uh, Paprika, this anime okay. film from uh, Japan that came out in 2006. I watched it a while, like a couple years ago, like two or three years ago, and um, uh, on when it was on Netflix streaming. Yeah. Uh, and I fell asleep during it, and I woke up during the weirdest parts of the movie, and so I mean, <laughs> the longest time I'm going, like, I need to watch this again, yeah, because yeah. It, got taken off, it got taken off streaming, and I finally was able to snag it on Gamefly, and it was, I watched it, it's actually yeah. really good. Nice. It's, it's really cool. It's kind of like Inception, but actually good. So you know, like it's, Inception, but the ending makes sense. Yeah, the ending actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so you know, it's it's pretty cool. I recommend anyone who wants to see like really cool visuals. Yeah, you know, to see either of those movies because they're fucking great. And I yeah, feel like I need to awesome. watch not not any of these movies, but I feel like I need to watch Inception because I watched that movie once, but I fell asleep during like the last like five or ten minutes of it. Mm. So. <laughs> Like this whole time, I've been watching something and just what I don't even know how it ends. What it like? I wake up and there's like a top spinning, and I'm like, what's going on? This is weird. It's supposed to be whether or not he's in a he's still in the dream, right? No, I understand yeah. that, but I just remember like falling asleep and then waking up at the very end of it, and I'm like. I'm pretty sure I probably missed something very important in just these last couple of yeah. events. I, li- I liked it a lot when I saw it in theaters, and I haven't really watched it again since. I don't often watch any movies no. a second time, like, out. But, like, I don't know, I thought it was kind of cool. I mean, like, I don't know, it just doesn't hold... A lot of Christopher Nolan's movies don't hold up to repeat viewings. Yes, um, especially Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, Dark Knight Rises was <laughs> The only movie I would say that holds up to repeat viewings is The Dark Knight, and... That's yeah. the only one of his that I would really say does yeah. that. Like, if you watch, try, I will try to watch Interstellar again. I just couldn't get back into it. I watched I it in the it. theater, and it was great in the theater. Yeah. I liked it a lot in the theater, but just it, just on TV or just like on a Blu-ray or whatever, yeah. just was not Too good much. enough. I feel like it's one of those things where you'll probably have to wait a little while. I guess. I'm sure yeah. if you give it another shot in a couple of years, you'll be like, oh yeah, I remember. Maybe this was I love good, space stuff, and yeah. like I actually took like a cosmology class like a couple of years ago in school, and like they were, I was learning about like the time dilation and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and like. So I was just thinking about that the whole time in the movie, and I was just like geeking out over it. Yeah. And thought it was cool. It's actually real. Yeah. <laughs> and then like Matt Damon was there, and like yeah. I was just happy. With and you, you know, you you knew that motherfucker was gonna be evil <laughs> yeah. in that movie. I mean, he reminded me of Captain Olimar for some reason. <laughs> he just looked like like his spacesuit. Like I don't know. I just thought Olimar. <laughs> um. What about you, Johnny? What have I been doing? I um. I bought The Wolf Among Us the week it came out. 
mm. which is that Telltale game that came out like two years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, I played all the way up until chapter two, and I got tired of waiting for the rest of the chapter, so I stopped playing it. Mm-hmm. And I remembered that I had it this week, so I'm <laughs> on the very last chapter, and I'm very like anxious to go home and finish playing it. Yeah. Nice. It's very very good. Definitely yeah. worth playing. Um, I'm going to handle the rest of the first season of The Walking Dead, then I'm going to jump into the second season of The Walking Dead. Is this your first time reading that? No. Okay. This is my second time, but I want to complete it again and then jump into the second one. I'm going to do the same thing, actually, with with the Gamefly shit that's supposed to happen soon. And then I want to, um, because I've heard very, very good things, and because I'm really starting to get back into this whole Telltale thing, I thought I was over it. I thought it was over it for a little while. For like the last year or so, I've been like, ah, fuck Telltale and all their fucking shit it's all but the now, same. now i'm playing it i'm like oh fuck i forgot why this is so yeah. good and why they're making so goddamn many of these goddamn yeah. games you know yeah. what it's influencing <laughs> other games too definitely like i think fallout 4 has some clear like influence of the telltale yeah. um dialogue yeah. situation Stuff yeah like i feel like, like you're, you're seeing a lot of those like four choices right the four yeah. choices of dialogue um we kind of got a little bit almost in Mass Effect, but it was a little different. You kind of had to like dial, right? So you had a like yeah. four, five, six different choices. But it seems like that's that like four choices is really becoming very prevalent. Because cool. you saw you it in the Fallout Four trailer. Yeah, exactly. you can like kind of just go with your like impulse answer, yeah. which I like. Yeah. yeah, and and I like that when you pick a choice. Um, let's say. Um, Bigsby Wolf, which is the main character in The Wolf Among Us. Yeah. Um, if you pick, like, okay, yeah, let's go do this, he'll say that, but he won't say it exactly like that. He'll say it like how his character would say it. And I like yeah. how how they've added that kind of element of choosing this, but your character is going to say it the way they would say it. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's less like robotic and old, like, kind of dialogue y. Yeah, it still immerses you. It's yeah. Like, rather than it like going through the motions of saying the thing that you just read, right? It's gonna just like keep you interested and like get that point across, but in a not more natural way. Yeah. yeah. So I'm playing through that right now. I want to get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, I beat Arkham Knight. Nice. That was fun. I Who was the Arkham Knight? Was it Jason Todd? Don't yes. say. I oh. knew it. I knew it. I knew it was Jason Todd. I mean, it, uh, it's it's kind of obvious. I, yeah, that was my first guess. Yeah. It's weird because Jason Todd's like supposed to be the Red Hood too. Yeah. So like, but it's kind of like their own little canon that they're established. I guess we should have. We probably should have said spoilers. Too bad. But uh, right. whatever. At this point, I think everybody knows. It was. It's kind of obvious. Like right away, I think that's one of the first thoughts I had whenever they were like, "Oh, he really knows you." Well, yeah. Obviously, someone like. You know who you know, and at some point, um, the dark or the Arkham Knight has like Batman pinned down. He's like, I could shoot you in the chest, but I know like that's where your armor's the thickest. I gotta aim for the joints because I know that's where it's the weakest. I'm like, well, someone who like has an understanding of how Batman's yeah. armor works would yeah. have to be really, really close to him. Yeah. Um, there are so, so many weird theories of who the Arkham Knight was. Like, I heard one where some people thought it was Barbara Gordon. I was like, wow. that would like, make sense, though. I mean, I, I read some of those theories, and I was like, that would make sense. I mean, she would have spent that much time as the Oracle just to fuck over Batman. Yeah, I <laughs> and guess also so. like, like, I think, like in a bunch of comics too, like they're boning like half the time. It's either it's either them or like Dick Grayson and Barbara Gordon. Just one of the two. Yeah. So, uh, did you get like the Batgirl DLC? Is that no. out yet? Yeah, it, it came out earlier this week. I did not get it, and I don't think I will. Uh-huh. Um, they've said uh, everybody who's played through it has beat it in like less than an hour. 
Really? And it's like $7 for the DLC. So that that's like a little too expensive for my taste. Yeah, why don't they... Why wasn't it just free if it's like an hour's worth of I content? don't know. I, it, it, and apparently it has like nothing really to do with the main story. It's kind of like its own little offset, but it's like unimportant. Is it set in a different time zone? It's set before the events of... Uh, definitely before the events of Arkham Knight. So she's Barbara um, Gordon as Batgirl? Or is it right, right. Batgirl? It's, it's Barbara Gordon as Batgirl before she gets... Before the Joker. Yeah. yeah. Pops yeah. a cap in her spine. Yeah. Gotcha. So... And they have the the Joker and the whole top hat, and then the um, Harley Quinn and the whole uh, what's her outfit called? The Broken Hearts one. Yeah. You know the one where she's like fucking split down the middle and shit. More the, 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 oh, the more the, classic, the, the, the more classic cool. yeah. Harley Quinn. Yeah, I think um, I'll wait to buy that game until like they have. Yeah, like, I would. I, I would say edition. wait until they have like the ultimate complete game of the year edition. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a definite. Uh, actually, no. I was gonna. I'm gonna. I was gonna say it's definitely a very, very good ending, but it's not because I haven't found out the ending. And to get the 100% ending, you need to get all the Riddler stuff. And there's like 270 Riddler trophies. I don't have the time or the patience to go through all that shit. <laughs> just wait until you do. Just just go on YouTube and watch all the endings. That's what I'm gonna do. I've gotten yeah. I've gotten the two endings, not the very complete one, because you. Yeah. Um, you complete the first ending, and there's, you know, the ending happens. I don't want to spoil it. Um, and then you lock away a couple more of the villains in Gotham, and then you get a second ending. But to get the complete version of that second ending, you need to apprehend everybody, which includes the Riddler, which is insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of... Well, he's a, you know, he's a crazy guy. I feel like, the, carry. I feel like the best way to, like... Fuck with the Riddler is to just not do his stuff. Yeah, because the whole time you're he's, like flying around. He's, he's like, like something's like, I told you to go over here, go over there. Oh, he's just like, yeah, he's just like such a whiny baby. It's just like I feel like the best way to avenge or to be against him is just like don't pay attention to him. Just just let him. Just let him tire himself out. And he'll yeah. take a nap, and <laughs> or just like answer all of his riddles. Is it a nickel? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's a nickel. Is it right. two nickels? A nickel no, and okay. a quarter. No, damn. All right, well, I give up. Well, I have. If you can't make no fifty idea. cents with a nickel and a quarter, well, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> all right. Well, let's jump right in. Um, we got to start off with some very sad news. Um, this last week uh, on Sunday, about a week ago now, um, the CEO head of Nintendo uh, passed away. Um, this like hit home more yeah. than I thought it would. Um, yeah. I was at work and I was like kind of scrolling through my news feed and I saw the news and I felt my stomach sink. And I was like, no, this has got to be some like stupid prank. Mm-hmm. But then you know, more news kind of came out and it just I was very. I it definitely it. took me by surprise. Um, it just—it's very, very sad. Yeah, and I feel like he was one of the few CEOs in gaming right now that is a that is and was a gamer that doesn't yeah. have like business background. He had that cre- he had a creative background. Yeah, yeah. And he had else. like the programming. Yeah, I mean, he like, was he, he developed like you know Balloon Fight. Uh, he uh, started uh, Hal Studio or Hal Laboratories, which uh, made Kirby. Mm-hmm. He was um, in Creatures Inc. Yeah. Which of Pokemon. course is Pokemon. Yeah. Um, it's just it's it's a very very um, big loss for the gaming community. Huge. Out. He was so awesome. Like he uh, 
he like took a pay cut like a year or so ago mm-hmm. because the company was doing bad and like rather what, like what CEO is willing to take a pay cut? Yeah, like rather than lay off all these people, he's like, no, I I, I make enough money, like I can just yeah. And that that, that kind of showed the kind of person that he was. Yeah, he was there to make games and to make gamers happy, mm-hmm. and you know it's it's a very big uh, loss to the gaming community Absolutely. to see him go. Um, now, just because he's gone, that doesn't mean that we won't get stuff that he's produced or, you know, kind of had a hand in. Um, because there's plenty of stuff that's coming out now and will be coming out in the future here that I'm sure he's, you know, had his hand in. Yeah. So, of course, the new Zelda, I'm sure he's uh, he oversaw, I'm sure, plenty of that. And he's been a producer on pretty much every game that's come out of Nintendo no. since he's been working there. Yeah, his impact's going to last for a good while. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, big loss for the gaming community. Do they have any word of who's going to replace them? Not yet. They don't know. Um, Right now, um, they've got two people kind of like assigned to the helm, but um, they're doing that until they get the uh, until they get a new CEO. Yeah, Um, Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto and uh, Genyo Takeda are currently serving as interim co-directors of the company while they're uh, figuring out how it's going to continue on. Apparently there was like thousands of people at um, Iwata's uh, funeral. Yeah, his funeral was yeah. uh, today, I believe. Yeah. It's a two-day funeral, today and tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but it's just, uh, in, you, if you've been online, I'm sure you've seen uh, fan art uh, out there. Mm-hmm. And God, that stuff is depressing. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> like, though, it, like, it's beautiful and sad Like just to see like... Mario and like all these characters that he's had a hand in like Kirby and like you know like Ness and all these characters mm-hmm. like tears rolling down their faces I, I and think like, I was thinking of the same one where they're you like know, reaching just, out for him like yeah <laughs> the Japanese love to do stuff like that dude <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of weird yeah it's, 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 it's the feels yeah it, it was definitely um, it, I think it was like an equivalent of like uh, like a Walt Disney dying for yeah. for Japan, you know. Even well, for even I feel like for Walt anyone. Disney would be Miyamoto. Would be Mima. Miyamoto, okay. yeah. the creator of Mario, Zelda, and Metroid. But but I mean, he had um, he's just been there, and I mean, even um, so, when Melee was coming out, yeah. they were thinking about pushing the date back because they didn't have enough uh, people to debug the game. Yeah, um, Iwata went down there and got in the trenches and debugged Melee yeah. to make sure that it got out got on release date. Yeah, so that night actually kind of tell you what kind of a yep. CEO he was because mm-hmm. I don't know any other CEOs, uh, not only in gaming but in general, that would get down in the trenches with yeah. their employees to get something done. Yeah, he so. wasn't just like that pen- pencil-pushing CEO that just is like, go do stuff. I, I decide the you know large-scale feature of the yeah. company and you guys are do that, you know. He's, he had, you know, got down and dirty with it when, yeah. he, when he wanted to. So um, he will be missed, but like I said, we will definitely see um, his his influence still in the coming years because yeah. I'm sure he he knew what's going on with NX right now. I'm sure he uh, had plenty to do with the new Zelda game. Mario. Um, exactly. So there's plenty of stuff coming out here that will still have his influence. Definitely. Um I was just Earthbound last week because I was yeah. like, I gotta play something he was working on. So Earthbound, and then Smash, of course. Like. Yeah. 
Um, but let's uh, let's move on to some not so depressing news. Yeah, uh, we had a couple other stuff happen this week that's uh, kind of a big deal. Um, I don't know if either of you guys are a big fan of the series, but um, there was a Five Nights at Freddy's uh, number four trailer release. They're releasing those things so quickly. It's, 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 it. it's been less than a year since the first one came out. Wow. Really? Um, yeah. Feels like it's been longer. So this yeah. game is like, it's probably pretty quick and easy to produce, I guess. I would assume so. I mean, um, I've seen some they're not exactly complex. It looks, yeah, it looks really simple. Um, yeah, it's more like point and click and kind yeah, of like, like experience. Exactly. Like, yeah. um, so it's not exactly complex. This last one seemed a lot more complex than the first two. Yeah. And I don't know what, I don't know if you guys watched the trailer for this. Nah. Um, so the other ones have taken place uh, in the pizza place, in the Fonzie, Fonzie Bear Pizza, whatever the fuck it's called. The Haunted Chuck E. Cheese. Exactly. Um, this one looks like it's taking place in a house. You're like, they're from the stuff they were showing, and it looks, it makes it look even more terrifying for me, the fact that it's in a house and not just in some, like, abandoned pizza parlor. Um, but, like, you know, you're in this room, and you're kind of looking out the... Uh, the doors on each side mm. and you'll like look forward and the like closet door will close and like you'll look out and stuff will be like popping out and they'll be will be gone like the next second it's fucking terrifying yeah in, in the way that jump scares are terrifying yeah because mm-hmm. it doesn't exactly build this like huge sense of horror mm. but yeah it's still kind of scary yeah but the fact that it's in a house for some reason that just fucks with me a little bit <laughs> and i'm just like no that's fucking scary fuck this so you can like walk around into the different parts of the house. You might maybe. be able to. I'm not too sure. Yeah. Um, pretty much like the entire game is like you're stationary the entire time for the last like three ones. Yeah. It was like, but you're just like looking at like an iPad, looking at all the different cameras and stuff that are monitoring the place, making sure. And as soon as like the uh, animatronic things get close to you, then you like supposed to put up a door or something like that, yeah. or like be able to like distract them with like some kind of music or whatever. Yeah. And is they, there like a like death possibility like yeah 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 so so pretty much you had to last like an x amount of days yeah okay. so it's it's five is it five days yeah because that's five the nights. name of the game five uh, nights. Oh. that's just how much i know that's right. just how stupid i am um, but yeah it's a total of five days you're supposed to last like through the night yeah uh, the whole thing is um with the first one anyways and that's pretty much the only one i played uh-huh. um so there's these uh, animatronics and they're free to roam everywhere or during during the day they're you know they do their animatronic thing at night they get to roam around because they're also like servos freeze up i think that's what it, what it is uh, and then it's but if they catch you they fucking like force you into one of the the suits one of the like and you become one. Yeah, well, I mean, like murdered. Well, the the, uh. the insides of these things are all animatronic, but they try and shove you inside one of them anyway. So like they're crushing you into this giant like bear suit that's filled with gears and stuff that kind of start crushing and ripping apart your flesh and everything. So wow. Yeah, but yeah, yeah it's, it's it's very prevalent with the whole like oh if you're looking away one second you turn around there's gonna be like a giant animatronic creepy bear thing trying to get you yeah i'm sure you can get the games for pretty cheap if you're yeah. interested it, it, it's, it's worth like playing at least once yeah it sounds kind of fun looks like it's like this is like the last one maybe or something yeah so everyone was kind of speculating that the third one was going to be the last one mm-hmm. but now they've come out with this one so who fucking knows if this is going to be the last one i yeah. think as soon as it stops generating money then that's when they're going to stop producing them because they see the series has been surprisingly popular yeah yeah i'm very surprised about that it really like took off um and it's one of those games where 
if you're too afraid to play, you can watch it on YouTube and you're still going to be scared. Mm-hmm. But at least you're not playing it, so you can actually get through and see stuff. I don't know. I guess. Like, I, I, I watched it on YouTube a couple of times, and the entire time I was kind of like, this mm-hmm. game is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. I feel like people watching it through, like, streaming on Twitch and stuff is kind of one of the reasons why the game has gotten so big. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, let's move on, though. Um, <laughs> Because I'm too afraid afraid. about animatronics, so let's talk about zombies. Uh, Zombies from Dead Island. Who's afraid of zombies anymore, anyway? So, Dead Island 2, um, uh, Deep Silver has come out and said that they're dropping the uh, development company that was working on Dead Island 2. Um, The development company that was working on Dead Island 2 was Jaeger. Um, The only real big game that they put out in recent years was uh, Spec Ops The Line. I don't know if you guys played that. Um, I played through like three-fourths of it. As far as storytelling goes, I feel like that game was really, really good. Yeah, gameplay-wise was boring shit. Kind of mediocre, just every kind of... It was like the lamest uh, Gears ripoff ever Mm. Like when it came to gameplay. It was pretty pretty bad. But the story was really, really good. The story... Um, you kind of get these aspects of like who's the real bad guy and like you know like yeah. what is what you're doing like really right you know because you're usually okay. just dropped into a game and you're like kill all these things but now you like end up in this place where it's like you're probably the bad guy going in there killing all these things like, it's just kind of yeah. like yeah exactly it was also based off of Hearts of Darkness wow. which is pretty crazy too because Hearts of Darkness is a gnarly little fucking story to read it's pretty horrifying yeah. actually it's one of those horrifying things I've ever read cool. so yeah and they, they base a lot of really gnarly stuff off of Hearts of Darkness like yeah. that Apocalypse Now is based off Hearts of Darkness yeah. really so, mm-hmm. that's interesting but um so they they, uh, they dropped the producer they didn't really say why um, the game is on hold, which means we don't know when we'll get it. I, at this point, I, I think they've dropped too much money into it to stop and just drop it. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I, might be I, a, like, I'm wondering who's gonna who they're gonna put in here to uh, yeah. to develop it. it, or like it might turn out just to be like we need to cut our losses and like just drop it because uh, like there's been multiple projects that have been just like they cut their losses at a certain point no matter how much money they spend on it and they just like drop it and then we never see that game ever 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 Starcraft yeah closed. yeah yeah they, I mean, they, they, imagine they, how much money Blizzard sunk into that mm-hmm. to develop yeah and it never came out so would be unheard of but if stuff's not working you gotta do what you gotta do business yeah so it's interesting to see how that'll develop I mean I um despite all the uh everything that was wrong with Dead Island, I I enjoyed it, and then playing Dying yeah. Light recently, also made by Techland, uh-huh. um, it really felt like what Dead Island should have been. Uh, I don't know what Techland is working on right now, but wouldn't that make the more the most sense to kind of get the original developer back in to yeah. Dead Island too? Yeah, uh, especially after they really like prove themselves on Dying Light. Yeah, I mean like. I've- more than likely, that's probably like their last resort, I would assume, just because, I mean, like, if their business relationship is a point at which where they're not their first choice to go to, yeah. then, you know, this more than likely one of their last decisions, like, yeah. their last resorts to, to go to. Yeah, so. that's true. I mean, more than likely, um, they, they'll probably have some in-house studio to work on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Apparently, like, they, dro- they dropped the... Uh, what was the studio um, that was working on it? Deep Silver. They dropped it because of like conflicting visions or something with Yeager. Yeah. So like, 
who knows? Like, the, you know, they're arguing about the final result. And yeah, and that could be it. Um, Jaeger has been on file and said, you know, like, we're working on multiple games. Mm-hmm. We're very... Um, we're very particular about making like triple A games, yeah. And I think they've been on quote saying that. So uh, maybe they didn't see this uh, like reaching that level of a triple A game. Yeah, and they kind of did it, you know, yeah. or slowing down production or doing things differently how they wanted to do it. Um, really, there's uh, there's kind of no news there as to what's yeah. going to happen. But I'm very curious because they did show Dead Island 2, uh, not this year, but last year at E3, mm-hmm. and they had play like a playable demo on the E3 floor. Mm-hmm. But this year they were um, they weren't there, which makes sense now. Yeah, because yeah. I'm assuming this isn't just like a oh this happened last week and now we're getting rid of them. I'm sure it's been kind of like a mounting issue over the last. Uh, I would say over the last year since we saw it yeah. in E3, like I'm pretty sure like one group wanted to push ahead with an E3, you know deal again but then uh, the other group was probably not wanting that product to be put out be tested like that yeah. in front of everybody so who knows maybe it'll turn out to be the next like Duke Nukem Forever that <laughs> we'll see it in like I sure hope that, that Phantom game that Phantom game that never comes out We're, it's gonna get released on like VR in like, <laughs> 2035 it's gonna be horrible <laughs> it's gonna be really bad um I had some other news on here apparently the epic forums were hacked uh, so if you have an account on the Epic forums, which include uh, Gears of War and a couple other games, mm-hmm. um, they're recommending that you go and change your password. Um, they're saying that no kind of like uh, consumer information like uh, credit card numbers and anything like that got out, but uh, just a little PSA. If you've got an Epic yeah. account, I don't think I remember password. making an account with Epic. I just remember playing their games. That's about it. I played yeah. like two missions of Gears of War, and that was like it. No. Never, never really got too into it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm i definitely considering buying the Ultimate Edition, though. Yeah. But I don't know. Well, well I mean, like, like, in that first game, getting killed by that Berserker when you have no idea what's going on, kind of goes yeah. like, I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> I remember I got, like, the gun that, like, Makes the sun shoot him or something. The hammer of dawn. Yeah. Yeah. Something like. They that. have the coolest names for their weapons: the <laughs> laser, hammer of dawn, the like. What the fuck was that little crossbow thing? It's been so long since I played any of these games. Yeah. The crossbow was only in Gears Three, right? Well, yeah. I don't know. No, it was in the first one. It was in the first one. Okay. Yeah. The, the Theron guards all had them. They were in the. Yeah, first yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember what they're called, but those were badass. Torque bow. The torque bow. The torque bow. Oh, that's right. Um, other news to kind of add to this um, Kojima Konami drama that's been going on. Yeah. Um, so Kojima's name is not on the box art of MGS Five. That's um, weird. Is we weird. know that they've been having a falling out for like this last uh, couple weeks, um, but all of this is really making it seem like. I mean, all, for all we know. Uh, Kojima could be being a like huge asshole and you know just like being very very childish about the whole thing, mm-hmm. but we don't know because Konami just seems like they're being like that like broken up <laughs> member of the relationship who's just pissed and is like throwing clothes out the window and is just like throwing everybody's TVs out the window and it's just yeah. being generally crazy. Guess what? Your name's not. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, so they're they 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 even if they are. 
the ones who aren't in the wrong here, they're definitely making it seem like they are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What I read was, like, a fan theory that, um, like, they didn't put his name on there because, like, that way when uh, Kojima goes on to do his next thing, like... Uh, Kojima Productions or like something to do with copyright like right. Konami apparently would have some kind of copyright to his name if it said Kojima Productions on mm. their game and so in order to like avoid that that would be kind of like them doing him a solid right right but, yeah but like I said we don't know when they yeah. haven't come out and said anything about it so everything they're doing just seems like very douchey on the yeah. end honestly know? like uh, I know there was that, uh, I can't remember his name, the, the, the developer of, like, Castlevania, and he came out and he was making that Kickstarter game that's, yeah. like, I can't remember the name of it right now, but it looks really cool, um, and he was saying, like, Konami, like, treats their game developers like garbage. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I guess I could see that. I mean, like, if you look at how Konami's operating now, they have how many games out there right now? They don't you can literally probably count them on like on one hand. Yeah, but the thing is, Konami, and all more Metal Gear Solid games. <laughs> Konami doesn't. Gaming isn't their focus. Like they are very big in the slot machine industry, and they are very big in the fitness industry. Like they have gyms in Japan, hmm. and the Japanese know them as a fitness company, not as a gaming company. That would probably be why, then. I mean, like, so, it makes sense that they're kind of just, like, easing away from this whole gaming thing. Yeah. But it just, I don't know. Maybe just to me, they just are starting to come off, like, a little crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they'll be out of the out of the gaming thing after. Yeah, I, I'm assuming they're kind of going to slowly start shying away from that stuff. Um... We're almost done with our gaming news, you guys. Yeah. Um, in other news, uh, Jade Raymond, she was the um, head at Ubisoft uh, Toronto, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's overseen games uh, like Fa- uh, Far Cry 4 mm-hmm. and Assassin's Creed Unity. Um, EA um, recently, just within the last couple of weeks, got mm-hmm. her to open a new studio that is going to be heading a new Star Wars game made by Visceral. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So what they're saying is, uh, I don't know if you guys saw um, like the what would have been of the Star Wars game uh, 1313. I know. Um, I don't ever heard But this of is supposed to be like a spiritual successor to that. So okay. it's supposed to be like kind of like a bounty hunter kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um with the work that she's had under her belt and they're having the writer of the Uncharted series come into that same studio to make that same game. Um, Nathan Drake in space. (laughs) But imagine that, but with like Han Solo. I mean, like, Nathan Drake is essentially a Han Solo type character, so I can see that. Imagine that in... The Star Wars universe. Well, yeah, I mean, but, but I would buy that game I'm, in a heartbeat. Yeah, I'm more than excited for what potentially is coming out of this yeah. studio. She apparently was a producer on Assassin's Creed One and yeah, Assassin's Creed One was pretty solid too. too. Yeah. yeah, she was executive producer on Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs was, well, not Watch was a little trash, <laughs> so I didn't play it. Um, Splinter Cell Blacklist. And Blacklist was a good game. Blacklist had a lot of pretty good stuff, I think. Um, so yeah, I feel like the uh, the people that they're uh, those big power names that they've got there right now mm-hmm. are really going to make a really good Star Wars game in a couple of years. 
I'm fucking excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm kind of like they're pretty cool. I hate EA so much that I'm just like can I just kind of like not look at them and just whenever they release like Battlefront and yeah like, okay, maybe I'm gonna check this out they have like a handful of interesting titles but it's just they focus so much on sports games that I just don't really ever pay much attention to them so yeah. much you know? yeah it's, it's all Madden or FIFA for them and it's just like whoa I those are their big powerhouses I would say I still makes them their money that <laughs> and I mean the Battlefield series of course is very popular but I feel like that's lost steam because they've shipped broken games yeah at least for Battlefield 4 it was, you know, pretty broken when that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, EA seems to be on the um, on the upturn of things. They seem to be kind of coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they're stepping out of that. Uh, I feel like as gamers, we always need to have a developer or a, you know, like publisher that we're always upset with. I feel like EA used to be that, but I feel like they're tired of being the whipping boys so and kind of getting out of the way. And they're like, with this whole Konami thing, we just got to get out of the way and Konami will slip right in. I know you guys don't like us, but check out what fucking Konami's doing. <laughs> Them be assholes. Yeah. It's like when your like, mom gets mad at you and you're like, they're like, don't do that. You're like, well, so-and-so is <laughs> That's funny. Um, so the final news we have when gaming, um, we actually had out of Comic-Con, believe, I believe. Uh, Black Ops 3, the uh, Zombies voice cast was uh, announced. Um, Ron Perlman's in there. Damn. Jeff Goldblum is in there. What? Jeff Goldblum. Um, Heather Graham is, <laughs> is in there. <laughs> I sure hope so. We need to go faster. Much go faster. He won't die. He just keeps coming after you laughing like... <laughs> yeah, Jeff, but no, it's just nothing but Jeff Goldblum's attacking you. <laughs> um, so he's in there, uh, Heather Graham's in there, and um, some guy called uh, Neil Donahue, I believe. Hmm. Um, that sounds familiar. But those four are going to be like the main four characters you play as. Um, it's a pretty good list of voice characters. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum um, and Heather Graham, well, I don't like that. That's Ron awesome. Perlman, like, that's, that's cool. I, is it supposed to play? Well, the zombie thing takes place What's in the 1940s. From? Uh, Rob Roman? Yeah. Um, did you ever see the Hellboy movies? Uh, you know I that did. dude with he, the fucking he, weird head? He's, he's held the weird okay. face. Yeah, so he's like super badass kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so this takes place like in the 1940s. So, um... I think Ron Perlman's character is like a boxer. Um, the other dudes, uh, you know, they're all kind of dressed up in that 40s garbs with yeah, the hat. Yeah. The zombies that are coming after you, um, they kind of are dressed up like they were in the for- like they would be in the 40s. Um, it just the one thing that this makes me want is it makes me want them to make just a strict zombie game. What about Dead they- Three? <laughs> Or that, like that's or fine too. Or about like, the lazy but the, the, yeah. the only thing is, I don't want to buy Call of Duty just so I can play the zombies. I thought yeah. they, I thought they did release just a zombie game though. Like they just like grouped all three uh, zombie um, game modes that came out from their last games that Treyarch put out, and then they just released it as just called a zombie trilogy or something. That's hardly what I meant though. I meant they need to like straight up make a sixty dollar zombie like just campaign and everything campaign okay mode, co-op that would get me back into call of duty i wouldn't lie yeah I, I'd they might call do duty. it you know like i don't know i mean with like fear of the walking dead about to come out and then the new season of walking dead about to start 
and then like Dying Light doing pretty well and everything. Yeah, it's, it's I, awesome. I don't feel scared of zombies. It's a, it's a, it's a better time. I have dreams where I just kick zombie ass. Like. <laughs> After playing games like Dead Island and Dying Light, I'm like, well, if they can make, like, a sword that breathes fire and electricity in a matter of, like, 30 seconds, I'm sure I can figure this out within a day. So let's make <laughs> this happen, you guys. Let's go fight some zombies. Yeah. Um, I think that wraps it up for gaming news, So I don't know if you guys uh, have heard anything else. No, the last really. uh, 24 hours really though I didn't get to put on here um, but yeah I think that's going to cover for game news let's take a quick break uh, we're going to come back and talk about all of the great movie trailers we saw at uh, Comic Con not so great <laughs> or not so great <laughs> we, got a, we got a mixed bag you know either way we're going to come back and talk about these because there's there's some definitely some good and definitely some bad in yes yeah. um, so we will be back see all those uh, all right what are you gonna say you can go to the well, do you guys see all the um Comic-Con trailers that came out yeah, yeah. I don't think I, saw I, I actually uh, I knew that I wasn't gonna do it today so yesterday before work I actually like fucking sat down on my computer <laughs> and watched them um but we, we're going to talk about them right now. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go over them for you. Yeah. You kind of know what's going on. Uh, but I'll let you go and lead this because this is... Um, and movies are your forte. Yeah. So. Okay. So um, the first Comic-Con trailer that I saw was... I didn't go to Comic-Con, unfortunately. I wish I did. But um, the but I was kind of, you know, digging around, searching for all the leaked trailers and stuff and the ones that were actually released. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Deadpool trailer uh, is the first one I want to talk about because that's the... Well, kind of like the only one I'm excited for because it looks really good. Yeah, and I mean, okay, so Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds is perfect casting as oh, yeah, awesome. definitely. Um, the one thing I do want to say though, um, so the Deadpool trailer and the X Men trailer didn't get an official release, right? No. Yeah, they're both those released. were just leaked. Yeah, um, shitty footage on every single version you right, can find, but, right? But it's still you can tell it's good. It's look, it looks right, good. Right. Got, it, they had like a standing ovation when they screamed yeah. it. Uh, I. I want to get your opinion on this. In my opinion, that's a bad move because you see DC drop their trailers uh, full HD on YouTube within a couple hours of them being shown at Comic Con. Yeah. Well, then, so yeah, did, why wouldn't it? It's a little upsetting because everybody, of course, now has seen these trailers, but they haven't seen them in all of their grandeur, right? Yeah. Yeah. So why wouldn't you put out an A-plus product instead of letting someone leak your A-plus product yeah. and making it look like a C product? Well, Deadpool's pretty hard to find now. They're, they're, yeah. They've been all ripped down, and I think they know it's so good that they can just wait and get everybody mm-hmm. foaming at the mouth ready for it, and when they drop it in like three weeks, it's Yeah, there's just, definitely yeah. a hype element to these trailers being exclusive to Comic-Con, mm-hmm. and also I think it's kind of like, you know, 
know, you you pay like how much money to get into Comic Con for like, like a day pass or something? Yeah. yeah, it's fucking insane. And um, like, there's a feeling of like exclusivity or mm-hmm. some like you know, just like you kind of get like this really good sneak peek at something that no, not that only you and the people in the hall get to see. Yeah, you know. Um, then and, why not do this? In my opinion, this would be a little better. Drop the normal trailer. Show an extended trailer at Comic Con. Yeah. Well, I guess but I that guess would still get leaked. Like that would still get leaked. It's just we're in a time when technology is. Just- I guess it depends because um, I went to Star Wars Celebration and zero of the Battlefront footage there was leaked. Nobody there leaked because Disney had snipers set up on the buildings mm-hmm. around them and killed anyone who had their phone out. No, when you went in there. Did, like, were you? Did you have your phone? It was like, a close. Yeah, no. We, yeah, I could have done it. I mean, it, it was easy enough to do it, but everyone had enough respect for it to Disney keep it to themselves. Or, and, yeah. and you know, they they straight up told us whenever we were in there, they were like, you know, this isn't. This is like pre-alpha footage. Um, this isn't the first look we want everyone to see for Battlefront, and we hope you feel the same way. Mm-hmm. In the sense where it's like you kind of feel like, yeah, I'm getting an exclusive look at this, but this isn't complete. Mm-hmm. Um, I could leak this, but at the same time, if I did, all of these people might get a bad taste in their mouth for something that could be so great. Well, yeah. video game trailers are a lot different than movie trailers. I mean, yeah, I movie trailers true. are just like cut from scenes that they have finished, yeah. whereas, and they only have to film things, you know? Yeah, whereas that's true. A game, they have to, you know, work on debug yeah. test and yeah. yeah you weren't seeing like the Deadpool test footage that was right like, right right yeah game. yeah like, like so like I mean you weren't looking at some weird weird dude in like a lame you know Halloween costume yeah, that's final yeah. and stuff you know trying trying to do flips <laughs> and just runs out of breath or something. Um, like this was actual movie footage from yeah. like a movie that's damn near complete so I think it's safe to assume because D23 is coming up in a couple weeks here um, and because Marvel is now owned by Disney we will probably See an official release of these trailers in a couple weeks. Marvel, um, would you say that's safe to say? X Men Apocalypse. Yeah, like both the, are the, Fox. The film, yeah, the film right. is still owned by Fox. So Disney doesn't have a hand on those at all. Yeah. Uh, and the only way they're going to have, the only way, the only thing they can do is maybe show some with Spider Man that, that Marvel's working on with Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be the only product that we're going to make there. Be able but wouldn't to that be like, like the best time to put that out, though? I think we're going to see a, kind of, be. a Civil War trailer. I think a Civil War yeah, trailer. Yeah, I, like, I think they're really saving all their big Marvel stuff for D23. Yeah. And I think weeks. with these trailers, like, a lot of it has to do with, like, the confidence behind the studio. Yeah. I mean, the, the studios behind, you know, X-Men and uh, and behind Deadpool are pretty confident in that people want to see this. People are really excited for this. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, with, you know, Man of Steel being a, the biggest pile of dog shit that came out, you know, last year, <laughs> the last couple of years ago, uh, you know, they, uh, like, Zack Snyder and David Ayer and all the people from DC are pushing out their trailers because they're going like, well, it's like, it's like this last movie sucked, so we need to draw up some kind of hype for it. And so, right, right. Um, but yeah, like, I, I want to talk about those. So they want to yeah. push that. Yeah, yeah. they're really yeah. Them together. Deadpool. So let's talk about Deadpool. Talking Deadpool. Deadpool. Let's talk Deadpool. Um, so in the Deadpool trailer, um, we get our first look at Ryan Reynolds. Finally, as Deadpool. Of course, yeah. we've heard all about it for the last. I've been like, hearing months. about it since Blade Three. Right, since, we've been hearing well, yeah, about exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. He was basically yeah. Deadpool in Blade Three. So, so we've yeah. heard about it since then, but this is our first actual look at it. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, this is exciting. Even even with that leaked footage, um, I, of course, I don't feel as good as if I would have seen it full HD, like I see yeah. most other trailers. 
but there's still a sense of excitement. You can tell it's there. You yeah, can yeah. Tell the it's dialogue there. alone yeah. was awesome. Yep. Just like all the like, jokes, the one-liners, those quick little quips, the wit that the um, that the character has yep. is very prevalent and there's, you know very embodied by Brian Reynolds in this. And I'm so excited. I really there's even like a moment in that trailer where he like references, like he breaks that fourth wall and he's like hit it. Like, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. For the music to no, start. Yeah, right? and he's about to get uh, the suit, and he's like, don't make it green and animated. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, he knows he's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. He knows, like, he's in a movie. It's very, like, like, self aware that yeah. it's, you know, I think this is, like, the comic book movie that we need right now. I think it's going to be a comic book To break away from that whole realistic, um, you know, everything we've seen Marvel do, which is realistic. Everything we saw with uh, you know Man of Steel, yeah, it's gonna um, to kind of like bring this into a new light and make them more serious movies. I think this is gonna be that movie that breaks it and makes it like a comic book movie. Yeah, yeah. Makes this, it real fun. Like yeah. this Deadpool movie really kind of makes me wish that you know Fox and Marvel would kind of quit their bickering and they would just like merge their stuff together. Yeah, that way we have everything together and it would be so much cooler to see like. An interaction with like Captain America and Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool yeah, is like so cool. the best thing about him is you can play him against any character in the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. and it'll just be interesting. Just, yeah, and he's so aware of everyone and like everything all at once. So oh, it's yeah, just yeah. you know he can you could drop him into any environment, and mm-hmm. he would. Yeah, do well like, in it. he would. Only limiting him to like X Men and Fantastic Four is just like sad. It's like no, I want to yeah. see him making fun of the Hulk. I want to see Dead yeah. like Deadpool yeah. versus the Hulk. Yeah, like, I want to see like yeah. I want to see like the, like his dynamic with a bunch of different. I want to see like I mean this is still with like Fox and everything, but I want to see like a cable Deadpool movie. Yes, that would be so. That would be the next that's, like big. That's all under Fox's you yeah, know possibility. Yeah, like, and like that's like that series of movies, the Deadpool series of movies, because I'm treating these movies kind of like the way I treated comic books when I was still reading Marvel mm-hmm. comics. Is like there are some series that I read and there's some series that I don't read. Whereas there are some movies that I watch and then there's a bunch of movies that I don't watch. Mm-hmm. I don't watch the X Men movies just because I just don't. I just can't dig them. I think they're all kind of lame, you know. And uh, like I, I've been watching like the more actual Marvel stuff. I've been watching the Captain America movies. The Captain America movies ones are my favorite ones, and the Iron Man ones are okay. And Thor ones, I don't really watch the Thor ones because they're pretty boring. And you know, so like these, like these are just literally being treated like comic books. Mm. Yeah, from now I mean, on. You know, yeah. I mean, they're supposed to be like connected, but all on their own, yeah. able to carry their own weight. Pretty much. Like, yeah, but Deadpool looks perfect. Like, I don't know if, how much uh, comics of Deadpool as you guys have read. I've read a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Well, like it looks. You know, there's little snippets in the trailer. Like, it's it's looking like it's going to be a lot more like early Deadpool comics. Yeah, like they're really I expected yeah. it. Um, like it's there's Blind Owl in mm-hmm. the apartment. Like Weasel's going to be in there. Yeah, like yeah, TJ, yeah. TJ Miller's playing Weasel. Yeah. I was so excited about that. He's, he's perfect for that role. Like I just I'm I I've been waiting for this movie since like. I'm I remember being in high school and reading yeah. about it, and like yeah. I've been worried, you know, like oh, it's never gonna happen, or it's gonna happen, but it's, gonna be, it's gonna be like PG, and yeah. it's not gonna, it's definitely not gonna be like the old yeah, comics. I, it's gonna be like the new comics because the new comics are good, but they're like they're a too more, jerky, so yeah, cartoony, and like MTV. I feel like this was a very good move on Fox's part to make this an R and to in that trailer show, yes, this is an R-rated movie. Yeah, because every other Marvel movie that's coming out right now is what PG-13. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, 
So they can only do so much, right? Yeah. Well, they limit um, their audience when they get to exactly. Mars. So like, it's like, but but they know what they're doing because this character, if you put him in a PG thirteen movie, it would not be as good. Yeah, I mean, if you, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> yeah, there's a scene in that trailer where he like has a gun and he shoots three people in the head all yeah. at once. Like you could not do that in a PG thirteen movie. Yeah. But that's just it. Like that trailer really showcased that it has an R and it's like a hard R and yeah. they're sticking with it. Yeah. It's not something that they were like, oh, we barely got an R. We tried to make yeah. a PG-13 movie. They were like, no, we fucking earned this. Yeah. yeah. We're going to fucking show it off. Well, like Deadpool, like to, to me, it's like, he's always like, there's been this kind of like really depth to the character because he's like, yeah. he's all jokes and like talking all on the surface, but he's like really like masking this like yeah. deep trauma like, he, path. Yeah. Physical scars are supposed to be like the scars within himself as well. Cause like he's, right. because like he's mentally damaged and he knows oh, yeah. that. Like he's, he's just insane. He's literally yeah. insane. Yeah. His yeah. body's completely regenerating itself. So he looks like a giant walking scab. Yeah. He has like self, like uh, body image issues and he's, you know, social anxiety and like he just, the way he uh, handles it is yeah. by just you know deflecting yeah, it with humor. I'm, I'm very surprised how deep they're digging into his yeah. backstory with this because uh, like they're going with like all the old Rob Layfield stuff that when he he was first created yeah. um, was by Rob Layfield. I mean, all of his other work is kind of garbage in my opinion. Um, but he uh, it's like that character was a lot different than what they had going because I mean like he wasn't as sarcastic when he first you know I guess he was more sarcasm than jokey yeah he was he wasn't like a cartoon character like yeah like because now. nowadays he's he's more cartoonish because like he does all this weird stuff I mean like a lot of it's funny yeah it's, it's, it's a fun read and because like there was like a whole thing where like he like like his new sidekick other than weasel bob. was bob from yeah. hydra yeah, yeah. Like, and I thought that was so funny and so cool and it's just like yeah. Bob's just hanging out with with Deadpool the entire time. He treats him like crap. Too. Yeah, <laughs> and um, it's like, and that's fine. But like the old books, the ones that were kind of gnarly and you know very violent and yeah. over the top. He's um, going to his CD like place where he gets his like mercenary contract. Yeah, and, like he just sits around and is depressed as hell in his like yeah. apartment and stuff. And, and like it looks like they have like Domino, like who's going to show up maybe in the movie. Hopefully, maybe. I hope I yeah. hope Domino's going to be in the movie. That'd be a very interesting dynamic. Yeah. Either way, um, I believe this movie is slated for what February. Think so. Um, very, very close. So very, very excited. Yeah, my body. This is ready. good. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is everyone's body. I think this is this is definitely one of those movies where it's like you need to get out, watch it that first weekend, so you can talk about it with everybody oh, the yeah. week after that. Yeah. Right? So I bet there will be movies where you can the, wait. Yeah, I bet. I bet this movie will. There will be nods to like the film audience during right. the movie. And they're, so, they're gonna reference the probably. Like, there's gonna be like moments where he's just gonna like pick one dude out in the audience. The yeah. He's like you, you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> they don't want to see that, you know? <laughs> did you guys play the Deadpool game? I did not. No, I, just, I, I, just I forced myself on. through it. I, I bought it used yeah. and I forced myself through it. And the gameplay, like, sucks. It, like, by the, you know, it's, it's like, okay, but, like, it's just not enough. Like, it, like by the end, you, you have to force I watched, yourself through right. it. I watched, like, the cutscenes, like, yeah. on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, and that's like, probably the best way to do yeah. it. Like, the Deadpool characterization is great. And, like, I was kind of like, how are they going to, like, beat that and, like, make a movie but I feel like that game Deadpool seems more kind of like the new comics but like is, movie yeah. Deadpool is going to be more like the old, the old comics yeah. hopefully in my yeah because they um with the X-Men movies they're doing like something really cool with that I mean like granted as I said I don't really like them but I admit yeah. when they do something cool is um like because 
X-Men started back in the 60s, you know, and uh, that's when, like, the first movie takes place, uh, like, this new series of movies, yeah. like, what yeah. was it, uh, First Class? Right, it takes right. place back in, like, the 60s. Yeah. And then uh, Days of Future passes in the 70s when that whole, like, because, like, they, they, they're taking story arcs from from the comics. I'm not entirely sure yeah. the specific ones for uh, Days of Future Past, but that takes place in the 70s, and now this new one with Apocalypse and everything. Apocalypse was big in the 80s. And so now, now they're this one's taking place during you know the 1980s, and yeah. I think that's pretty cool, and it's a lot more interesting to look at than you know Brian Singer's X Men series. So let's let's talk about X Men because I think yeah. that's next. Up we've already, we've already yeah. segued into this, yeah. right? Uh, <laughs> I want to say one thing that I saw a lot of people say about this X Men trailer, and they're like, why does? Apocalypse look like Ivan Ooze from the Power Rangers. <laughs> Ivan Ooze, yeah. Ooze had sex with Mr. Freeze. <laughs> you have the apocalypse. Yeah, no, I, I saw an image someone made, and it was like that awkward moment when cosplayers make better costumes than like major Hollywood <laughs> yeah. studios. And it's legit. Like, there's these cosplayers that look just like Apocalypse, and they're huge and yeah. like badass and scary looking. And then this guy's. Like, I feel like yeah, this 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 Apocalypse isn't exactly the one I would have wanted. Mm. I hope yeah. it proves me wrong. I mean, like, but yeah. I still don't think I'll be able to take. The character itself, seriously, even if yeah. they're a complete badass, like just the way they look, yeah. I'm just gonna be like, ah, no, well, I'm not really feeling this. With um, like the actor they got, Oscar Isaac, he's a great actor. He's like, yeah, he's like, like he's like a box office draw for like at least for like for me because like if he's acting in something, it's like I know I'm gonna get a really good performance. Right, right. Like a most violent year was great. Ex Machina is like definitely among my favorites to come out this year, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, so that in and of itself, despite the goofy look of Apocalypse, yeah. like, that's enough to make me curious and interested to actually watch the movie. Yeah. But as far as the trailer goes, the trailer was so boring. Yeah. yeah like, like, the, like, the trailer was really reveal. boring, and it definitely didn't help that all the versions I was able to watch were like very shitty. Mirror. This dude was like, yeah, it was mirror. Yeah. yeah. So I watched that, it mirror. That that's fucking weirded me out. Right. Right. And then on top of that, like the dude, the one that I had watched. The dude's like phone like move like veered off to the yeah, right at some point. One. So it's like half of the trailer's cut off at some point, yeah. like right near the end. And I'm like, okay, this is good, but I don't get to see it, and I'm just I don't really know what's going on. And there's not like those big action scenes you expect yeah. to see in it's comic book movies. It was, it was all like these weird, quiet right? moments, yeah. and, like these like like kind of like deep thoughts, the deep looking you know looks into the camera and shit, and yeah. like, these weird character interactions. It's like this. Is not a romantic comedy. No. You can't get away with making that kind of trailer yeah. for a comic no. book movie. If this, if this was a romantic comedy, where's Chris Heichel and Seth Rogen? Exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Yeah, like the big reveals, like he's bald now. And it's like, okay, right. we just watched like yeah. twelve trailers, and like they revealed way cooler stuff than a yeah, bald like, guy. Like those, like those got it's my like, dick hard. It's like, like this one is just like it's like we know we know he's bald. We've seen the other X Men movies where he is bald, so this yeah. isn't that big of a step. All the bald characters have to have long brown hair. <laughs> yeah, nowadays, <laughs> pretty much. So you know, it was just bald. it was just super boring and didn't really make me that jazzed to see it. Yeah, I'm um, happy that Quicksilver's coming back. Yeah, I was yeah. like hoping more to see him because I thought he was great in Days of Future Past. Another weird thing, at least this is my opinion. I don't know who she slept with to get the role of Psylocke, but Olivia Munn does not deserve to be in that movie. I don't even know. <laughs> I didn't see her in there, but like, like she's playing Psylocke in the movie. 
And so it's badass. Yeah, she she yeah. is badass, but like I think they got the wrong actress for. Her. Yeah, we'll see. Cool. I mean, really, uh, the only thing that I think everybody really knows Olivia Munn for is being on G Four Attack of the Show. Yeah, and like the newsroom, and that lasted a season. Yeah, and like she doesn't have nearly the amount of stuff under her belt or the roles that as some of these other as some of the other actors. I mean, like yeah, once again, like like Oscar Isaac, and then you got James McAvoy, and then you got Michael Fassbender in there, and uh, Jennifer Lawrence. They, they, like these guys, like one of these things is not like the other. Yeah, you know? yeah, definitely. Because these other ones have definitely proven themselves time and time again in movies yeah. to play different characters, and the ones who are returning to play the characters that they're playing, playing mm-hmm. well. And Psylocke is kind of a major character in the X Men universe, and is supposed to be a major character in this movie. Yeah, at least I'm assuming she's going to be a major character in this movie. Yeah, she should be because Psylocke. Um, but like, I just once again, I just don't think that they got the right actress, and I don't know how yeah. the hell she got this role because like it's just like her. If, if you've ever seen any of her acting, it's just like it's just yeah. not good. Yeah, just like just boring. She always plays like a bitchy waitress yeah. and like or like a stewardess or some bullshit like that, and it's just like she's just not that good. And it's one of those things. Where so I've actually enjoyed watching these new X Men movies um, for what they are, you know, not comparing them to anything else. They haven't been bad. Yeah, um, right. But you know, if she doesn't pull it together, let's say if her acting is bad, she has like you know she's not a good actor in this. It could really take away from everybody else's performances, right? Yep. Because any scene that they're going to share with her, you're going to you're going to not focus on these actors that are great and focus on all the bad acting if that's the case. So it could potentially, if she does a good job, great, you know, we get a good movie and everybody's happy. But I think if she doesn't do a good job, this could affect her chances to get any other kind of job, right? You only need to fuck up once in Hollywood to not be called back again. Pretty much. Like, and like her, like, I think like for a while, her most, like her most claim to fame was that she was sleeping with like Brett Ratner and like, who here remembers Brett Ratner? Directed the third X Men. <laughs> the third X Men. He directed like the first two, you know, Rush Hour movies. Like <laughs> for, for the first Rush Hour was like the best thing he's ever gonna do. We all we all know yeah. that. Yeah, I just want them to give X Men to Marvel. <laughs> like, yeah, they would yeah, do so, like, so much cool stuff with it. Yeah, I mean, it's like the apocalypse thing. I'm, it's like I'm kind of used to being like underwhelmed with like how their characters look because mm-hmm. in the universe, like none I of just, the like look at the Fantastic like, Four. I've never been. Um, impressed at all with the Fantastic Four. Yeah. And that's a series that I think could do very, very well. In Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. They're, like, they're like central characters in the Marvel universe. Right. Like, Richards is super important. Like, he's, he he's one of the smartest in people in, in the in the Marvel Universe. He's one of the smartest people in, like, he was, like, a big figurehead in, in Yeah, he's in, like, in the Civil Illuminati War. and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, same with Spider-Man, too. Like, yeah. Like, so Spider-Man's supposed to be in that one, but, like, like, him and, like, even the Punisher had, like, a really big role. Like, all these yeah. minor characters that yeah. you wouldn't expect to have big roles in, in Civil War comics, whereas yeah. they had, like, really big roles in the Civil War comics. Yeah, so it's just, I don't know, X-Men, like, they do all right with their movies. They're, like, pretty good. They've had some good ones, some bad ones, and, like, you know, the ones with Brian Singer were just kind of lame. <laughs> like, I liked X two a lot. Like I, I thought that one was like, you know, the coolest one until like uh, First Class came along. I don't know. I don't yeah. know now. It's kind of dated now. So, idea Fox, um, just give the rights back to Marvel and have <laughs> them. 
pay you a certain amount of the money that they are going to make. Well, that's actually what's happening with so, Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, do that. Like, but, yeah, yeah, exactly. Retain, but right? do that with all of your stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that way they're just making free money off of nothing. If, if it's shared rights, I would be so behind all of that. Yeah, you know, just yeah. like, I hope Deadpool does really well, and then I hope that they just strike a deal and let Deadpool yeah. go and make fun of the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if, like, he just, like, winds up in, like, uh, in, in the Infinity War, and just, yeah. like, starts making fun of, like, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> making fun of everybody, and then, like, oh, God, I'll take, and what the fuck's that asshole's name in Infinity War? Uh, Thanos. Thanos, thank you. Couldn't draw a blank. Um, Thanos comes down, and then he's just like making fun of Thanos, and then like him and Star Lord are just collectively making fun of Thanos. Yeah, I, I just think it'd be great if they did that crossover, and like Deadpool could even know that he's he's like, oh yeah, Fox, you know, like, let you come over here. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, just like address the audience real quick and just say, oh yeah, if you're wondering why I'm here. Oh, you guys. We all know they want See this helpful PSA. <laughs> this is they cut the movie. Yeah. And this is a helpful PSA with yeah. Deadpool. Apocalypse trailer overall. Just kind Man. of boring. Yeah. yeah, just uh, like, I was just so underwhelmed. Like, when it ended, I was going like, wait, is that it? And, yeah. Yeah. Like, kind is of just, Wolverine uh, in this one? Like He's supposed to be. I'm sure they'll add him in there The somewhere. dude's immortal, so yeah. <laughs> they need to just recast him. They, they love Hugh Jackman. He's Hugh Jackman is supposed to be... This is supposed to be his last... Role. Right. He's gonna do a solo, one more solo, one more solo. Right. Okay. And like, I mean, I love him as the character. It's great, but it's just like, I think they could do better. Like, they could do more legit. I want to see him like wearing the yellow suit, calling everybody bub. Yeah. And just being like cranky. And yeah. Not yeah. long and going off it's, on his own. It's kind of it's kind of weird because like he's been playing Wolverine for like six movies over the course of like what like ten A years. Very long time. The first yeah. one came out in I think the year two thousand. Two thousand. So like fifteen years. Yeah. He's been playing Wolverine for fifteen years. That's fucking insane. And he still looks yoked at the at, dude. Every, the every movie, movie. Yeah, he looks more yoked. He doesn't than look the last like he one. aged at all. It's fucking no. like I think they actually gave him the Weapon X gene yeah. <laughs> in order for him to like not age. Yeah, there was like a Comic Con like moment when like they had all the actors for uh, X Men and Deadpool and Fantastic Four like up on the stage at once and then like Channing Tatum got up there and like cause he's, yeah, he's playing Gambit yeah, yeah he even like said something to the audience and he said it in like his like a southern dialect voice I don't know what his natural speaking voice is he's from the south actually he is so there you go you know but uh, I heard it I was like oh he's gonna be perfect as Gambit he's like growing his hair out a little like mm-hmm. but it was exciting seeing I like think, I think Deadpool next to Wolverine yeah I think he's decent casting as as Gambit, oh yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like he, he surprised me with how good of an actor he is. Because like I didn't like like the first time like I've ever seen him in anything was like that shitty preview for Step Up Two, yeah. and like I was like this guy's going nowhere. And then like is like and then it's like well he was like Magic Mike. He's, like, well, he's just pretty boy. Like everybody loves a pretty boy. Yeah, yeah. wasn't but, he in like GI Joe or something? Yeah, yeah, and he was in Drive. No, 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 no. He wasn't. I'm thinking the wrong dude. Um, no, but yeah, no. Jane Taylor came up and actually proved himself as an actor, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, What's that? The more so comedy with, uh, with New 21 Jump Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's really 21 Jump Street, he did a very good job. Yeah. So. And it's kind of it weird that like he was like the best sense. part of uh, of um, that. Oh, God damn it. He had like a brief cameo role 
in um, oh the end of the world yeah or something? Uh, like, uh, like this is the end this yeah this is the end. Yeah. 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 yeah and like yeah. He, like it was kind of weird because like like everyone yeah. just went like Channing Tatum's in that movie he's so great in it and like that's half the reason why everyone went to go see that movie was because Channing Tatum's like brief cameo was yeah. just great. Uh, him and then Emma Watson had a great cameo yeah, too. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> it's a good movie. It was yeah, really solid. Solid. I, I haven't saw, seen it in a while. I saw it in the Dollar Theater, and my brother and I went in and like snuck in like some strawberrytas and like <laughs> we're just like drinking and like watching this, this funny movie. It was, it was great. a good time. Moving on to the next. Right, uh, yeah. So let's go. Let's let's make the jump, you guys, from Marvel to DC. To DC. Oh, so. Um, so, yes, first things first. Should we go good first or evil first? Um, well, technically, one of them is good versus evil so, to an extent. So let's talk Batman versus Superman. Okay. Because I feel like this has been hyped longer than Suicide Squad has yeah. been. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm going to just reiterate why I am not excited for this one and why I think it's going to be garbage. Uh, Zack Snyder <laughs> is one of the worst directors out there. Worst, like, like him and Uwe Boll are like in a league of their own of like shitty filmmakers, <laughs> and like just like, I'm just I have no hope for him and they hit for him to be a better director, yeah, like at all because like he showed pretty pretty cool promise when he made when he did the remake of Dawn of the Dead, uh-huh. and that was interesting. It was new, like that was like you know like before like you know fast movie zombies were like. A thing, yeah. you know. Uh, he he kind of was kind of like leading the way with that, at least in American films. He was doing that, and like the remake was actually pretty solid. It was entertaining. It was fun to watch. Um, but then everything just kind of went downhill from there. Like his yeah. comic book adaptations, like Watchmen. Like it was just such a page for page recreation of Watchmen that. I was like, I don't need to see this movie because I've already read Watchmen a couple of times, right? Mm-hmm. And like, it was just like, un- it's not interesting. I already, like, there was no nothing compelling me to see it. That was, you know, he didn't have an artistic license with that movie. Yeah. He just made a straight reproduction of it, you know. And then like everything else he's done, just been like lackluster and boring. Uh, Three hundred was okay, but once again, on repeat viewings, it's not doesn't hold up. I didn't like Three Hundred. I thought like too much like. Slow motion. Too many the story apps. wasn't like worth it in the end, and like yeah, pretty much. It was like really hyped up. I remember, and I just didn't think it looked visually. Good. It was stunning. Yeah, it visually great. it looked really great. Yeah. But like this, like um, once again, it's just like a page or page recreation of Frank Miller's comic book. Yeah, and like and that Sucker was just Punch. Kind of like, Did you see Sucker Punch? No, it was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> so bad. Like like I saw the trailer and I went like. Like, it's just like a weird hodgepodge of just like like samurai robots, uh, dinosaurs and Nazis, yeah. and giant machine guns and chicks with big tits, and it's just like it was like, just ridiculous. It's like every like thirteen year old's like ADD nightmare, and it was just like this is like ridiculous, and I'm never gonna see this because it looks like garbage. And I was pretty much like, yeah, this is garbage. <laughs> okay, so all that being said, um, from what I saw in the first trailer. And seeing this trailer, I'm more excited for it now than I was before. I agree. Um, I'm just going to completely disregard everything you said. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) I actually enjoyed the trailer. Um, I think it's really cool to see this whole um, superheroes paying for their... Uh, the damage they've done, mm-hmm. right? So everybody's telling Superman to fuck off, and Batman's all pissed, right? Because Batman's like, "Well, you killed all these people, and I'm Batman, and, and I'm Ben Affleck." <laughs> so 
It, it, I think it's uh, it's interesting that what we're going to see. I think it's interesting to see them come up. I thought visually that moment where um, he's in the Batmobile and Superman comes up and tears off the doors. I thought that was hilarious. I was like, oh my god. Batman looks fucking stupid while he's sitting in the Batmobile. Like, he looks dumb. Like, just sitting there when those doors get torn off, he's just, like, sitting there. I'm like, Batman looked pretty stupid. (laughs) There's things I liked about it. I'm more excited now, definitely, than I was prior to watching this trailer. I'm, I'm going to give you all the reasons why I am not excited is because all of the elements that they have in that trailer is once again like a giant hodgepodge of weird locations, things that don't make sense and are incongruent with each other. And then when is the end? So like I'm interested in how they're going to make those leaps between like yeah. everything that they have, like, you know, like rainy, you know, rain soaked Gotham and like this weird, dry, arid desert that's there for some reason. Yeah, see, the desert thing didn't make sense because you see Batman fighting with his little like little goggles, like his desert goggles yeah. and he's just like oh look on Batman yeah. in the sun I'm steampunk Batman I got <laughs> goggles <laughs> it's like, but like there's that and there's like this weird like military cult that's like following Superman around or whatever who knows what that is yeah, like, I yeah. have no idea what the deal that is and so like I think it's like and then like for some reason Wonder Woman's in it I don't even know why they're gonna put other superheroes in this movie well they're really yeah. trying to tie together that Justice League movie and this whole movie is supposed to conclude essentially with them banding together that's it's, I'm gonna tell you right now all the elements that they're going to try and throw in this Zack Snyder is unable to handle and I don't know which writer they got for it but like I'm pretty sure the writer is not as is not going to be able is not up to that Herculean task of having like eight different gigantic characters with huge fucking backstories and plummeting them into one movie just so at the end there's some kind of payoff because they, they want Green Lantern and they want Aquaman and they want Batman and they want Superman and they want Wonder Woman and they're all going to have to have a piece of this movie so like what the fuck is going to happen with this on and top I'm of that you, I mean, give me nothing good they have villains in here too I mean we uh, you know it's it's it's, it's going to be very interesting Mark Zuckerberg's a big villain in this right <laughs> um, so I think while this does look better than I previously thought it did mm. I am afraid it will take that same route that Spider-Man 3 did, where Um, there's way too many elements going on at once. Mm -hmm. Not enough time in that movie to give you everything you want out of those elements, Mm -hmm. so you just kind of leave feeling incomplete. Yeah. The only thing we need to make the Spider-Man 3 is a awkward Batman-Superman dance scene. Hey, if Batman-Superman, like, dance off, I'm going to be like, this is, like, best movie of the year. Right. I mean, because, like, it's just, like, it's just, like, all these elements that Zack Snyder's trying to throw out this movie mm-hmm. and, like, that DC wants in this movie so that way they can somehow compete with Marvel even though they really shouldn't be focusing on movies anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just it's just very disheartening and it's just kind of concerning because, like, it's just not going to be... Yeah. It's just not going to be good. And, like, people are probably going to, like, I mean, like, everyone is, if anyone's actually listening to this, tell me how wrong I am. Give me a reason why I'm wrong. I'm begging you because I am, I, I am just going off of like everything that I've seen in the film industry of a lifetime of going to movies that like if a director can't turn their career around after like six movies then I don't know why they're even still in the business anymore yeah well I guess I'll give my two cents about what I thought of the trailer no. <laughs> um, 
So, I, I mean, I've always kind of, like, I thought Zack Snyder's stuff is kind of, like, hit or miss. I liked Watchmen. Like, I didn't know about Watchmen before I watched it, yeah. so it being shot for first shot worked out really well. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. actually pretty good, because then you can go read the comic book yeah. and feel very, um... I think that'd be the only way to enjoy Watchmen, is if yeah. it's, like, your first experience. Yeah, so I read the comic after, and, like... Um, so, and I, I, I can't rewatch Watchmen. It's, like, it's too long. I can't yeah, get through it. But, too um, many blue peens in that movie for yeah, me to go back giant to. Giant blue dongs. That's <laughs> no, not too bad for me, but... Um, yeah, you know, like, this movie, to me, like... Um, a lot... Like, so much is riding on it, and it's, like... It's kind of... Um, I feel like they're using it and Suicide Squad together to kind of really paint or and and just set up this big universe that they're hoping they can go forward with. Yeah. If either of those movies fail, it's <laughs> game over. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not gonna oh, happen. Yeah. No, like like the worst part about it is that like if they're bad movies, it's not gonna stop them from generating a bunch of money from all the hype that's being yeah. built up. Because right. the regular moviegoer who doesn't read comics are gonna be like, oh right, Batman Superman and movie together, bruh. Or yeah. they're like, oh Will Smith and you know, all these other assholes are gonna be killing people and stuff. And like and you know, they're gonna go see that movie. They're gonna go to that movie in droves because they're you know, they're mindless, you know, schlubs yeah. of meat with eyes, you know. And Alright. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Like, I mean like like, I mean, like, just, you know, because like, we're actually talking about movies. We're actually kind of thinking more about just than just, you know, what we're being shown. We're thinking about a lot of other things. Like, we're thinking about the directors, we're thinking about the actors, we're thinking about the condition this movie's being made in. Mm. And so we're kind of having a bit of a more in-depth discussion than most people are having about this movie. Right. No, I understand that. But at the same time, you have to understand that most of the people who are going to watch these movies aren't comic book fans. Exactly. That's um, they what know I'm about these characters and they want to see more about them. If they make a good movie with these characters, uh, I, of course, we're going to be upset being comic book fans and being like, this isn't exactly what we wanted, but that is always going to be there for us. Yeah. Whether it's a good movie or a bad movie, we're always going to hate it, even if it is a good movie overall. Yeah. Whether we don't like the direction of the story, the characters in it, this movies aren't exactly made for us. No, but I'm just saying, though, if it's... You know, like even if it's a bad movie, people are going to go see it in droves just because they're being shown something cool in the trailers. Yeah, it's just like and, Ninja Turtles. They're yeah, making another Ninja Turtles. Yeah, because yeah. that movie made bank, and that movie was garbage. Yeah, and like this movie is garbage. It's probably still going to make a bunch of money. Man of Steel made how much money in like a matter of a week? It made like mm-hmm. you know five hundred million dollars in like a matter of a week or some bullshit yeah. like that. Some crazy, some crazy number. <laughs> and you know that's the reason why they're making Son of Krypton. Yeah, and that's the reason why they're making this movie too. They're not making it because it was a good movie. They're making it. Because it made money, yeah, and like they're they're not exclusive from each other. Yeah. So more than likely, we're going to get another. Like we're going to get. We'll uh, definitely get like some yeah. more, and we're got we they're already announced Aquaman and yeah. all these others. But but anyways, my uh, I feel like um, I have kind of an optimistic view of uh, this Batman or Superman. Um, I was not sold on it on the last trailer. Yeah, like, and watching that I, last trailer, I was like, hey, this is going to be garbage. I'm yeah. not excited for this. Um, but yeah, watching this new trailer, yeah, I feel I think, a lot better about it now. I think I this new trailer, like, one of my issues with Man of Steel was that, like, it, it I mean, it, 
and I understand like why Man of Steel was the way it was it was because there was just too much to do and they just like had one movie to do it in and so it was just long and like stretched out and you had to really the pacing like, was really bad it was yeah. weird yeah and like and, and it just kind of ends after all this crazy shit goes down but yeah. I think this movie like the way it looks is it's going to start like right at the end of the last one so hopefully I feel like this movie when coupled with Man of Steel will like make wrap it up be everything. an actual thing that is right. like like worthwhile to watch yeah. and uh, to me like a lot is riding on Batman in this movie like it is. 100% yeah. like more people are sold on Batman, Batman. It, like I'm and, and rightfully so like to see Ben Affleck as Batman, I think he looks like a really good Bruce Wayne. In this I, movie. Yeah, he yeah. looks perfect for Bruce Wayne. He's old enough to, and he's done some actually really legit stuff. He's directed and like started and self started some Marco, yeah, the town yeah. And stuff. fucking great. He's he's got. I think he like he's he can do it. And and I've heard that now he's actually going to be directing and starring in like a solo Batman. He is going to be afterwards writing, directing yeah. and starring yeah. in and a solo. Just Batman. the fact that he is like so 100% diving into the Batman mm-hmm. thing just makes me excited. He's a huge Batman fan. Yeah, it yeah. makes me kind of feel that he's like okay, like he's going to he's, he's going to do justice the by this part. Yeah. Yeah, I personally think that Ben Affleck is going to be the best Batman we have seen on on screen yet. Like, like hands for a while they They've uh, they've been wanting him to do the Justice League movie. Yeah, they they've been trying to get him to do the Justice League movie, or they wanted him to do uh, this movie that yeah. we're talking. They wanted him to do Batman vs Superman. Yeah, they wanted him to do one of them, um, but he just kind of said no. I'm not yeah. really interested in directing these, but yeah. he's he was willing to be Batman in them because like mm-hmm. apparently like when him and Kevin Smith were hanging out back in the day in Jersey, yeah. and shit, like he's he was a huge Batman fan, mm-hmm. huge Batman fan. Yeah, so like, I'm excited about that. Yeah. He has the capability and the talent to uh, carry that with him, oh, I yeah. feel. Like, and that was the big thing I was most worried about. It was, like, Batman, it, it all counts on Batman for this movie because we have to be, like... Because everybody loved, like, the Nolan trilogy a lot, even though the last one was a little lackluster. Like, overall, everybody, like, has, like, a positive, like, feeling left yeah. over from those ones. And, like, like it just makes it, like, everybody was a little bummed that Christian Bale wasn't going to be there. And, like, so it's just, like, in order for everybody to be happy with a, a DC universe at all, like, Batman needs to be perfect. And I think yeah. the suit looks awesome. I've, I've been just, wanting, yeah. like, the gray suit Batman for years. Like, like some kind of more old school like, I think Batman. It's, I like think it's Batman. a good idea that they're going with that because you really can't do a lot with Superman as far as his suit. Yeah. It's very iconic. There's not much you can do with it. Yeah. Um, but with Batman, he's been through so many iterations and it's a lot easier to make him look different yeah. and more badass. Yeah. Right? Where you really can't do that with Superman, you can definitely do it with Batman. I think they're going to do right by that. In yeah, he movie. looks like more of a comic book kind of Batman than I've ever seen. Yeah. And yeah. Like, they're setting up this huge world like, I, like the, there's a, a shot where it shows Robin's suit with like the, the Joker. Yeah. So I'm thinking it's post like Jason Todd's like, death. Yeah, yeah. Post like killing joke stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've heard he like joke? rumors that there might be uh, like uh, Jenna Malone has been cast in the movie. I think she's going to be a female Robin. Like that'd be interesting. I'm because like, I've never I've never seen the female Robin in any movie. Yeah, so, apparently like, cool. uh, there was a female Robin in like one of the stories, Dumb, the, like the Dark Knight Returns or something. Yeah. yeah, that one. And I haven't read it, but like I'm like fuck yeah, like I would love to see a female Robin like. That's going to be badass if they do that. Um, the only thing is we run into that same problem that Joey brought up earlier where it's like, this is a lot of things yeah. to put into 
maximum three hours. Mm-hmm. Two and a half hours, three hours. This is yeah. a lot of content, a lot of backstory you got to pour into it. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot you got to cover in a very small amount of time. Yep. It's going to be, so, I think it's going to have kind of the Man of Steel thing where it's going to have like jumping between flashbacks and between like current time and stuff. And I, yeah, like it's going to be a big uh, balancing act for them yeah. to do. Like hopefully Aquaman and all those other heroes just kind of like get like a moment. Like I would think like the, uh, the best course of action is to literally just focus on Batman and Superman. That's what everyone paid money to see. That's like, what, that's what everyone's excited for. No yeah. one's excited for for Wonder Woman or Martian Manhunter or well, for like, Cyborg. I'm excited to see Wonder else. Woman, but like, uh, like she can be like in like a scene. Wonder Woman needs scenes. her own movie. Yeah, she needs her own. She movie. needs a really cool like singular film to generate hype for her, and then you tie them in because like, what they're yeah. trying to do is they're trying to rush to this finish line that Marvel has already been like they've had like so many years building up towards mm-hmm. and. DC is just trying to like you know play catch up so so bad that you know they're it's like they're just you know not building up this tension like Johnny was talking about earlier um, about you know like you know superheroes paying for their crimes and stuff yeah. or paying for you know all the horror, like all the damage that's being done that in the last few Avengers movies and the last few uh, Captain America flicks. That's been addressed, yeah. and that's being that's about to be a big issue in the new Captain right. America movie, in Civil War, and that was a good buildup, in my opinion. That's oh, a decent yeah. buildup, and well, it's been years one, and years in the making. Yeah, it's a, whereas this one is like one movie, and it's like, yeah. okay, oh, we need them to pay for their crimes. Jodie Foster <laughs> is pissed. And yeah. so, well, and, arguably, like they have to do something because they can't just do the same thing that Marvel did and like play at the same pace because yeah. they'll be ten years behind no matter what. Like yeah. they have to do something. Like, yeah. And by by the time that they would catch up to Marvel, I'm pretty sure this comic uh, book movie thing is going to be on the downward slope. Oh, right. its course. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and they're they're doing what they can at this point. I can see that. Um, hopefully, it doesn't bite them in the ass. Yeah. Hopefully, they pull it off. Yeah. And you know, I feel like that kind of is how we all feel about the Batman. Like I said, I'm excited for the. Uh, what would be the solo Batman movie? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, Ben Affleck's uh, has he, a fucking decent track record right now. He's proven a hundred percent. I would say mm-hmm. everything he's been directing and putting out has been. I mean, even before he kind of had like this career turnaround for himself. I mean, like he was like like him and Matt Damon wrote Good Will Hunting, and that won you know right you know an Academy Award. Yeah. And not only that, but also he won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah. So. You know, it's kind of yeah. kind of crazy to think that you know, like, like and that's before his career turnaround with you know, like the town and yeah, Argo and right, stuff. So. right, yeah. His days of like Gigli or whatever it is, yeah, is, like long behind him. Like, like Daredevil was terrible, but he was only starring in it. He didn't have his hand in it, right? Like, but uh, but yeah, you know. So maybe move on to the. Uh, yeah, and hopefully Suicide Squad. Because yeah. I feel like there's kind of connection between the two. Because I feel like. Because well, Batman was like in like a quick little snippet of like that trailer. Yeah, right. right. I'm, I'm confused as to like what, like how are these movies in relation? The to continuity. Yeah, like, like which yeah. one came? Which one's first? Like, I'm assuming it's Suicide Squad that's first. Yeah. Because um, well, I guess whatever maybe order they after, come out in know. is what they'll probably be in. Yeah, order. yeah. It's just like they, like once again, there's a lot of stuff like that's just kind of making me cringe. Okay, so it's being directed by David Ayer. And David Ayer, uh, his most recent film was uh, Fury. If anyone's like with mm-hmm. with uh, Brad Pitt, Shia LaBeouf, 
and uh, Jason Bernthal. Okay, so that's like a World War II tank flick. Um, so it's just like these guys who are part of a tank squad, you know, going around killing Nazis, blah, blah, blah. Um, essentially, Brad Pitt is just, you know, Aldo Rain from Inglorious Bastards yeah. again. But um, with, like that, that's David Ayer's last flick. And he wrote uh, the script for Training Day. He's done. He uh, wrote and directed, I think, um, in the Watch with uh, <clears throat> with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, Michael Pena, right. mm-hmm. um, which was okay. It wasn't great, but it was okay. Yeah. Um, Didn't he even have his hand in like The Dark Knight writing or something? No, I don't think so. I'm not too sure. I'm thinking of maybe Goyer or something. something yeah, the Goyer, Goyer is more likely because usually like uh, Nolan only works with like, his brother or yeah. like or somebody. Like I think it's usually just his brother. But um, so <laughs> there's just like a lot of cringeworthy stuff in this trailer. It's like so it was like so like, like Will Smith just literally says so we're like some kind some of suicide kind squad. Of suicide yeah, squad. That, that was like oh my god, shut up. To see Will Smith in a movie that I'm like actually wanting to go see because like I don't care about any of this past like. Remember when Will Smith used to be a movie star? Remember when he used to be a TV star? Yeah. When he used to be funny? <laughs> nope. Wild Wild West was a long time ago, Nicole. Like, I want to see Men in Black like one again now. Yeah, it's like like th- those ones are pretty good. So it's it's interesting. I um. A couple of things. So, so when we first started this podcast, like the first week or two, um, we had gone the first like picture of the Joker, yeah, and that fucking raised a shitstorm everywhere. Yeah, and we we flamed the Joker on this podcast in like the second or third yeah. episode. Um, seeing him, let let's focus strictly on this right now because this is the what Joker. I want to talk about. Uh, focusing strictly on him and the acting we saw in the trailer. I feel a little better about it. Little. Because he does look fucking crazy. And he does look like he's going to do some shit. But at the same time, he still has damage tattooed across his forehead. Yeah. And I just can't take that seriously. The other stuff, fine, whatever. But damaged across yeah. your forehead? Come on. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. Jared Leto is such a good actor, though. He's like... like His, like... I mean, even though, in my opinion, he, like, he, he's a great actor. It's just that... Like... He looks like he's just like doing like an, an imitation of Heath Ledger's Joker. It just sounds like if you if you just close your eyes and you just listen to it, that's exactly what it sounds like. It's like it, the exact kind of like same you know speech pattern, same kind of voice, um, which you know I guess is fine. Um, yeah, I think he's above that. I think he could do a lot better mm-hmm. than that. And it's just that like once again, like as we were talking about, the visuals are still so stupid and insane that I cannot get past it. And he still looks retarded. And I thought he looked better in the in the trailer than he does in that. He still looks yeah. Shot. He looks yeah, better. He definitely looks he's, a lot better because he didn't have any makeup on in that in that shot. I'm hoping that maybe the makeup might kind of cover up some of the tattoos when he's wearing his white face makeup. I'm not entirely sure if he's gonna have the white face makeup. That fucking. I thought it looked like he had just, some at the end. I of the just trailer. can't get over that damage tattoo. That's yeah. it. I just can't get over it. You can't see it in the trailer. It's cut off. Like just a bit though. You can see it a smidgen because I went back and <laughs> rewatched that section. Ann and I went back and rewatched that second like three or four yeah. times just to check to see if it was there. Yeah. And it's still there, and it's still so upsetting. I like it's his just so like smile angst. Yeah, it, it, but yeah, he has this creepy smile. Else, he can embody okay it pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Like, Heath Ledger. 
Pedro I love, but he didn't ever like do like the creepy smile thing. Like no. he had kind of I mean, like I mean his face was all like scarred up. He was supposed yeah. to have yeah. the Glasgow smile instead of like yeah, the exactly. weird big grin thing. Yeah, but so it's kind of it seems like more of a like he's gonna be like the high crime like he's gonna be the clown prince of crime. Yeah. He's gonna yeah. like have like all these hired thugs. Like he was an anarchist last time in you know. Dark were, yeah, instead right. of just being like some you know fucking crazy madman who. Yeah, he just had crazy like uh, yeah I feel like people he, from the insane asylum as his like. Yeah. I feel like. Like, you know? This is more like he's more of a psychopath in this movie, whereas uh, Heath Ledger was more of that like let's just blow shit up and fucking cause chaos. Yeah, yeah. Anarchist kind of just crazy dude. Now yeah. he's like he's like just complete like just insane. Yeah. yeah. Well, does yeah. He, to go back to that realism argument, that's a, that's a realistic Joker that Heath Ledger was portraying. Exactly. That yeah. Like in, in the real world, yeah. that's exactly how that would go down. And, that, and that's that that whole series I think was more so of a realistic take on an, that, an attempted realism. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then as like because I mean like as realistic, but like with um with this Joker, yeah, he he's more comic book esque. It's just that still though, like like don't make him look like a fucking parody of himself. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what he looks like though. Is a is a parody of himself, and that's just annoying and mm-hmm. just like ugh. yeah, you get kind of like barely one shot of him walking with like his like you can kind of see like his suit and stuff. Yeah, and uh, he kind of. It looks like he kind of has like the hot topic kind of like, thing going yeah. on. Yeah, just kind of. <laughs> what was it like? He got dipped in a vat of hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like. I don't know. I, I wanted to see him wearing some like slicks, like purple suits. Yeah, and, like you know, not, some nice like zoot suit kind of things and. Having like a little flower to squirt people with acid. And yeah, or kind of you know, like yeah. like you know, laughing gas or something. Yeah. You know? So well, I mean, we're, we'll I, see. We'll see. Yeah, because this is just a small piece of really movie, so so it very well could be very different in the movie. Yeah. Um, let's step away from the Joker. Let's talk about everything else in that trailer, though. Like okay, so like their their version of Harley Quinn is just kind of really strange, especially. I'm not entirely sure how they're going to portray the relationship between her and the Joker because. Essentially, her and the Joker essentially like this really horrible case of domestic abuse, like yeah. entire time. Like he can like straight up like punch her and kick her while he's like while she's down, and she's still gonna be in love she with him. It's, it's, like, it's very like almost like Stockholm syndrome, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it completely is. Yeah, and and she is everything she does. Her whole everything behind her character is for the Joker. Yeah, right. Everything she does. Um, is to make him happy or to do something for him. Yeah. So it's it'll be interesting to see the dynamic she has. I don't think we really got to see a lot of it in that trailer. No. Yeah, I'm excited. I think she looks cool. I, I'm like a huge fan of Harley Quinn in general. Like I would have liked to see her like more like the jester kind of the Bruce yeah. Tim design. Yeah, yeah I would like to see that. But I mean, you know, it's I've learned as a comic book movie watcher. Yeah, I mean, it's get, the, what, what she has going on right now. Is very contemporary. Yeah, it's very. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's very two thousand. It's, yeah, it's a very modern take on this yeah. whole ordeal. Where, of course, the whole gestury look isn't very modern. I mean, how yeah. realistic is that, right? But yeah, yeah, and it looks it looks she looks decent. Enough, it looks like right? they took looks, kind of from the Arkham games, you know? Yeah, because they had like the blonde pigtails in like the Arkham City. Yeah. She she looks like that, but she's got dyed colors, which I'm down with. That looks cool, and like she seems like she can act like her, and she's hanging around doing her gymnastics and stuff. So she's gonna, I think she'll have the. Uh, 
acrobatics yeah. and shit down. And have you guys watched the animated movie Assault on Arkham? No, no. Okay, so it's kind of like this. It, it's about the Suicide Squad, and it, it, to me, it looks like what maybe the Suicide Squad movie will be about. And like, right. Um, so her role, like with the whole, like with the Joker and stuff, is like key to like the actually like the, what's going to happen in the story. And so I'm excited to see if it's similar to this, uh, the Ar- Assault on Arkham or yeah. not. But um, it's just going to be interesting. Uh, I think she she might be like one of the key players in, in the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could see it very easily at some point. Um, them holding the Joker and that might be motivation for her to do all this shit that they're having her out to do. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe that's some kind of, you know, running force behind her to get her to start doing all this stuff. Um, Of course, we saw um, Will Smith in the movie as Deadpool. Or dead, death, uh, death, not Deadpool. Dead shot. Dead shot. What am I? I almost said death stroke too. <laughs> like dead, death too many dead things. Yeah. Um, dead shot. Yeah. Um, we saw him in the trailer. Um, I'm not too sure how I feel about it right now. At least I'll have a mask. You might, might forget he's just, you know? I, yeah. I guess it's just like it's like they're trying to cram so much star power into it. Yeah, it's like it's just gonna be distracting because you're like you're just gonna be like it's just Will Smith. <laughs> he's like he's not dead shot. Or he's not. He's not Deadshot. He's not Wade. He's like not Wade. He's well, I mean, Star just, Power. They've got you know Ben Affleck over in their good people movie. Yeah, but like Ben, ben Affleck, Affleck's going to be in Henry Cavill Squad too. You know, yeah. like, like I mean, like you ask people who Henry Cavill is, no one's going to fucking know who he is. They, 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 oh, they, Superman. They, you, yeah, you, you have to you have to explain that he's Superman. Then yeah. oh okay. It's like Ben Affleck is Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Like so, like they have like one person of like legitimate star power like I mean like you can like you know are you Jesse Eisenberg but like not as much I mean like he got nominated for Academy Award for you know the Facebook movie for you know yeah. Social Network and that's been about the height of his career yeah so but Jared Leto's pretty well known like, Jared Leto just won an Academy Award yeah, last year Will Smith so I mean Will Smith's not too far-fetched and like honestly Marvel's been really like digging into like the high star power kind of character they've like, made them into stars yeah that's true yeah. they, they but, really they've been making them into stars but I mean they, they brought in Robert Redford for Winter Soldier and like I, Michael Douglas is an Ant-Man and like they're, they're starting to but, like bring in those like really high but they're minor yeah. roles though yeah like I mean like Robert Redford had how like had maybe had like 20 minutes of screen time yeah Michael Douglas has a pretty big role though yeah well yeah he's Hank Pym so yeah. but like um, but like they're not the main focus of the movie yeah Deadshot is gonna be among the main focus of the movie because yeah, I mean like one it's Will Smith and you're not gonna give Will Smith a small role in a movie right mm-hmm. and like so he's gonna be a focus and once again people are just gonna be like it's just Will Smith and then you know and like I'm pretty sure as we all we kind of were hinting at not really hinting at, I guess, but like we're kind of tired of Will Smith being in really shitty movies, and like we're just gonna have the connotation that you know he's just in another kind of shitty movie, mm-hmm. and no one's gonna be excited for it. I definitely, like I said, I definitely feel a little better about this movie now that we've seen a trailer. Me too, because all we had before was that shot of all of them together, like that, you know, like yeah, like group the picture, school, the yeah, sports yeah. team photo, yeah. like. And then Go we had, squad. We had like the single picture of the Joker. Yeah. And those two things were not strong showings in my opinion. No. This was definitely a lot better. Definitely. This definitely makes it seem like a more well thought out kind yeah. of a ordeal. You know what, what's up with all like the movies? I guess 
like they want to have high-pitched young children singing like scary like <laughs> operatic type right. songs and that's like how you do a superhero trailer nowadays I guess yeah, yeah. it's just like I mean like that stuff was like big in horror movies back in the 70s yeah, yeah. but now it's like oh Age of Ultron and like <laughs> Suicide Squad. It's like, like, let's scare the shit out of everybody. Speaking yeah. of the Suicide Squad trailer, so we did see a little bit of Killer Croc. In Killer Croc looks yeah, ridiculous. Killer Croc looks, I, I think I Killer think Croc looks badass. I don't uh, like the look of Killer Croc at all. He looks weird, but I mean, he's supposed to look weird. Yeah. He I mean, no, he's just, like practical effects. He's like actually like a dude. Yeah. Suit. I think that's the reason why he looks like he's just wearing a rubber mask that he got at Party City. <laughs> Killer Croc, I'm just happy he's there. Like, I mean, like it's interesting to have him in there, but like, still the like, like the, the latest interpretation of Killer Croc is like he literally looks like a crocodile with like a man's body, and he's like mm. fucking huge. He's like eight feet tall and like ten yeah. feet wide, and biceps the size of a, like a Mack truck or yeah, some crazy shit. Yeah, but you're not going to be able to do that uh, practically in a movie like this and blend with the and just completely CG it and make it look good. Yeah, I don't so, know they did that with the Hulk. Yeah, but I don't appreciate those Hulk scenes. I like the Hulk much. scenes a lot. Think, yeah, the Hulk scenes in the new Avengers. They're like the best pretty, parts of the movie. Decent. But, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, what other, I mean, I couldn't even really see like Captain Boomerang or any of those other characters. Captain there. Boomerang. Oh, there's Captain the chick, Boomerang. The chick with the sword, like Karai, whatever. Karai, something with the K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not a DC buff. Me neither. But, um, she looked cool. You know, she had her, like, cool-looking mask thing. Once again, I feel like this could fall prey to that same thing that Batman vs. Superman has, where we have all these characters in here all at once. You've got to explain their background at least a little bit. Yeah. And it'll be really hard to do that in a timely manner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where I think both of these movies are really pushing the envelope on that. How much content can we fit in two and a half hours? Mm-hmm. That's a little th- like it just it just feels a little bad for me. Yeah, I don't really like the feeling of that. But yeah, okay. Batman's gonna be in it, you know. Yeah, like at least for a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> that that's gonna be enough to make people go, "You're right, tell Batman." No one watch the rest of this movie. Yeah, <laughs> and they all leave. It's like I feel like Batman and Spider Man are the two like biggest like movie wise superheroes that like yeah. they've been so played out that now in the latest like big movie universes they have to just kind of like throw them in there and, they, and like they're not even getting their own movie like they're just getting thrown into the mix like Spider-Man's yeah. just gonna be in the Civil War and like Batman's like in both of these movies they're like we all know what Batman is we don't need to like make another yeah. Batman movie before yeah. we put him in there like by this time they're just relying on like the background that's been established by other movies and yeah, this point. Like, just having a basic we're gonna knowledge get one, we're going to get probably one more ba- flashback with the Bruce parents getting murdered and like, like I think like, got a shot of that a slow-mo scene of like the hand falling into the puddle with like the fucking pearls like yeah, scattered just, around like, all the, like but it makes me happy that they're finally like get, letting go of the whole like model where they have to like get a character to have their solo movie before they like put him into the mix yeah. well it's something like um Something like Batman. Yeah, that's not a problem. You couldn't do that with Harley Quinn, I don't think. You couldn't just Harley yeah, you couldn't just yeah. drop her into a movie without having some kind of background to yeah. why she is Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Suicide Squad seems like it might be perfect for just kind of showing you a bunch of villains because it seems like right now in the in this universe we're like seeing, you know, Batman's been doing it for like 20 years and like, yeah. All the villains have kind of been taken care of, so they're going to be all in, like, lockdown, and so yeah. um, they're all going to already be kind of established, and they all know Batman and stuff, and so we don't need to have to go through 
like literally watching them become their their mm-hmm. you know crazy selves. Like if anything, it'll just be like something they allude to through um, dialogue or like a short flashback or right. something like that. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Like, there's all these, like, side characters I don't really know anything about, so I don't really care. Like, I don't really need to see, like, the backstory of Bat- Captain Boomerang that much. No. Like, I just want to see like, Joker and Harley. <laughs> yeah, I honestly just want to see Joker and Harley in this movie. Like, yeah, and, like, that's going to be a big draw for yeah. a lot of people, probably. Yeah, like, and hopefully they'll, like, you know, just make it to where it works, you know? All yeah. the pieces fit together. Yeah. So moving away from regular superhero talk, DC stuff, yeah. Um, there's been there was a one final trailer that we were able to actually watch. This one was actually released from Comic Con. Uh, people who are a big fan of horror films, a big fan of Sam Raimi, are going to know this is Ash versus the Evil Dead, set to premiere on Stars. I'm excited for it. I'm glad I have Stars at home because yeah. I'm going to watch the shit out of this, and it looks good. Yeah, it, like, it looks no, it very looks, funny, it looks fantastic. Yeah, it looks very self-aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that's. That's something I love in movies where they're like, yeah, we know we're ridiculous, and we're going to play up that ridiculousness. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's um, like strapping on the thing to make his guts small. Yeah. Like, he knows he's too old to be doing this, but he's yeah. like doing it for the fans. The yeah. fact it's like very a, for the fans. I think it's very for the fans, yeah. The fact that it's a TV show will be interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a... It's a thing that's been like almost like coming up lately, like you saw with Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Um, Daredevil was very, very good, but so, they couldn't have done that in a movie. No, um, so or on network TV, right? So it's a good way to rebuild that um, excitement for a character, not have to mute it for network television or for you know a movie audience. Mm-hmm. So this is, uh, I think, this is going to end up very, very good. Yeah, for this TV series. Yeah. Um, How many episodes did they, did they say? Or um, I think it's like twelve. Yeah, I think it's like an hour long, like ten, twelve. Things like usually that's how long we see right uh, TV series yeah. go now. So it's like 10, 10, 12 episodes, an hour long each. Like, yeah. I think so. That's so awesome. Like, yeah, it's like a twelve-hour movie that you're getting. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. I mean, like just to see you know Bruce Campbell as Ash again, killing Deadites, is so good. I mean, like and like if anyone who's been following his career afterwards. Um, after the Evil Dead movies and after Army of Darkness, I mean, he's kind of done some stuff here and there, and he's done a lot of like you know like lower budget like horror flicks, like mm-hmm. Bubba Hotep. If anyone saw that one? Mm-hmm. It's a great one. He he believes he's Elvis, <laughs> and like there's a there's a mummy on the loose, and like his sidekick is a black dude who thinks he's JFK. Oh and, um, it's it's great. It's 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 funny. It's just it's hor- horrifying in How some parts. It? It's like I think it came out in two thousand five. Oh, okay, so it's. You know, pretty old, but it's great. And then, like the man with the screaming brain, like he gets a tr- uh, brain transplant from some Russian dude, and like his brain starts taking over part of his body and stuff. And he starts, you know, talking, yelling at himself and everything. Yeah. Um. So you know, like just being able to see him come back to this role that kind of made Bruce Campbell Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Is pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, and he seems. Um, he seems like he's excited to do it again. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. I mean, obviously, he's acting. But it doesn't seem like forced. Yeah. It seems like he's very comfortable with this character. He's excited to come back and research this character. Mm-hmm. Um, it just looks explodey and gory and very, very good. Very, very, very funny. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, the scene at the end of the uh, the trailer where he's, like, made the crosses for these people who have died. Oh, yeah. And the girl's yeah. like, yeah, you know they were Jewish, right? I really wish I knew this before I made these stupid crosses. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it, I'm excited for it. Uh, it's set to premiere uh, on Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, Looking forward to Everyone's it. Everyone's gonna be watching that then. Yeah, it's perfectly. It seems to be this or like The Walking Dead. It seems to be one of the two. Yeah. Well, The Walking Dead starts a little earlier in the month, right? Does it? I think so. Oh. Um, I could be wrong. Um, last year they did start, I believe, on Halloween, but I think this year they're starting like a week before. Yeah. A week or two before that. I know what so. day Halloween falls on this year? Because um, Halloween Walking Dead's always on a falls Sunday. on Saturday. Saturday. So, so we'll get that, yeah. and the next day we'll get The Walking Dead. Yeah. It'll be really perfect. It'll be more of Day of The Walking Dead, I yeah. guess. Yeah. When's the Fear of The Walking Dead coming? Like that's like That long. might be the one that's coming out a couple weeks before it then. I yeah. think so. Um, it's supposed to come out about similar times, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it's supposed to be in that same little time. I thought right we were here. getting that like during the summer. Like I thought we were getting that like... We it would be in, yeah. Dead. It would be interesting to have those two alternate. So we have Walking yeah. Dead in the fall. I don't know, you spring. might burn yourself out on zombies too much. Yeah, you I guess that. so. But I you might know. burn yourself out by watching two different series at yeah, the same time yeah, and trying to keep that. up with those characters separately. Yeah, and everything, one of, yeah, so. one of my like favorite things is like when the Walking Dead is on is just like waiting for the Walking Dead night. I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like what's happening now? Like how are they gonna fuck this up this time? <laughs> That's always how the episode goes. How are they gonna fuck it up this? Time. Yeah, you're like, I no, I'm like, starting yeah. to get a picture of how where this is going to go, and then, nope. Like, I'm, okay, I'll let, let, me, let me tell you how we're going to fuck this up, okay? It's like, everyone's going to die. But everyone's just like, Rick, why are you doing this? Or it's yeah. like, Carl, why Carl, are you doing such you stupid fucking shit? And idiot. Carl. <laughs> Carl's gotten better and then more. He has, he has. From the looks of this new season, it looks like he's about to get shot in the head. Yeah, like he's know. about to he's about to lose his eye, so you know, like that would be a big you know spoiler probably for anyone who hasn't read the comic books, I guess. Yeah, it'll probably happen. Yeah. Did you ever get that far in the comics? I don't think I got that far. Okay, he gets shoot, he gets shot in the face, and poor little bastard gets shot twice. And I mean, he gets he got shot before that though. Yeah, he had, yeah. The, yeah he almost died from that, and then he gets shot in the face though. Like yeah. there like there's a scene where there's a hole in his head in the comic book and it's like it's like you right can, like, here that you can see through it and it's just like this nigga gonna die I really want to catch up on that tears apparently there's it, it's just with the Walking Dead comics like it's going. always always some crazy twist that you don't expect yeah. coming and it's yeah. just those last couple of pages of the issue that always just like fucking pull you to the edge of your seat mm-hmm. and you're just like on edge and yeah. yeah, I've been wanting to read them, but I've kind of been just like enjoying the show so much that I'm like, you know what? I'll just like watch the show, and then once uh, once the show's like over and stuff, mm. I'll just go dive into the comics and just have a big old stack of comics. Yeah. It's just it's just pretty cool to kind of read them and then just kind of try and see maybe what like what they the, take from the comics. What they yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I mean, like they take some things, but they don't take a lot of things yeah. from the comics. So like you know that's pretty cool, and you know because like major characters that they have are are you know from the comics. A lot of major characters they have yeah. from the comics. So, but you know, it's just it's just kind of a fun thing to do when you're yeah. reading and watching at the same time. I'm like, yeah. I, feel, I guess I'm, I, I kind of like semi feel worried that if I were to read the comics, then the, it would make everything on the show just not seem as good or like seem like it was wrong. Well, there's some or, stuff that yeah, you're like, okay, this would be really cool, but at the same time, it's almost better on paper. Mm-hmm. Because 
translating that to like a TV show would be a little weird yeah. and just wouldn't feel too right. It just kind of look yeah. a little ridiculous. But in the context of like a comic book, if you're reading, you're like, okay, this is fucking pretty, yeah. pretty neat. I mean, like everything with the governor that played out in the last like, couple seasons ago, completely different in the comics. Yeah, yeah they, 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 they kind the of bit that. It seemed yeah, like they right had, away. They, they, it, it was it was a lot more graphic. That's for danger yeah, too. Yeah, it seemed like that was kind of in like a tur- like a turbulent time for the show, and they like got changes their showrunners and stuff. Yeah. So like felt like the, all this stuff got set up by these other people, and then they just like took over and like you know. But anyways, we're way off. Like yeah, let, let, let's let's dive back in. We've got to we've got to <laughs> wrap this up in the next like twenty minutes or so here. So. Um, Let's move on to I guess I guess we we kind of talk. I mean, like, there's not really much to talk about with Ash versus the Evil Dead unless you guys are big fans. I'm not sure if you guys have seen the original movies. I saw Sam Raimi. Like, I saw the I think it was the second one once, and it was like in high school a long yeah. time ago. So yeah, and I think I've seen it maybe once or twice. Yeah, but you know, it's it's something I definitely feel like I should rewatch again yeah. now. I mean, I have before diving into yeah. these. I have all three movies. I love them. They're great. I watch them a bunch. I watch them every single time. Like Halloween season comes around, mm-hmm. always make point to watch them again um but you know unless you're a big fan of it you know the then there's a lot of stuff to talk about within the trailer like um the way the deadites come back the way they look the way yeah. they act is a very much so like you know army of darkness and then just like the way like all these new ones look it just seems like this like from a straight horror movie there's one that has like no face and like it like yeah and, like the head gaps open and there's like nothing but teeth in there and yeah stuff. and it's like, crazy and like that stuff looks gnarly and cool and that looks like something like out of like you know like uh the vibe they were going for in the first movie yeah that's what I noticed is it doesn't like like there was some creepy you know zombie things and stuff that like don't they don't look like they're from like new zombie movies with like yeah, right. super nice makeup it looks like it's like definitely shooting for that like feel of the old ones the, the old ones yeah I feel yeah. like there's plenty here to attract a new audience that would like something like this mm-hmm. And enough to captivate the fans of the old, yeah. who wanted a resurgence of these of the series. Pretty much, um, yeah. I, I think it looks amazing. I think it looks good too. I'm pretty excited for it. Um, but to move to move on to the, our last bit of movie news, just a little bit of weird movie yeah, news. This is weird. Okay, so um, people who have maybe haven't listened to this know that I'm a fan of classic films and I love silent films. And one of my favorite silent films of all time, one of my favorite films of all time, is Nosferatu. And the director, F.W. Murnau, um, German-born director, came to the United States uh, to, um, to pursue his uh, film career. Um, you know, he, he uh, passed away at the age of 55 in Santa Barbara so many years ago. Um, recently, his head was stolen from his grave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> some people thought it was a good idea to dig up his grave and to steal his head. Uh, not entirely sure why they did this, but police have found uh, wax residue at, yeah. the, at, at his gravesite, which points towards like uh, some kind of occult yeah. um, leaning towards everything. So kind of ritual. Apparently, Satanists uh, would go and uh, like his grave was like a gathering point for like Satan Satanists, and they go and like, it's worship so, there. It's so it's such weird. A weird thing, right? It's, it's because he just he just made a movie. You right, know, like, and the, he's one of the best movies I've ever made, in, in all honesty. Uh-huh. But he um, he just made a movie that was just kind of a ripoff of Bram Stoker's Dracula because he couldn't uh, get the film rights exactly. to Dracula. And, and uh, yeah, a lot of people were like, "Yeah, this is essentially the first version of Dracula," but we can't say it is because there was no rights attached to it. Yeah. So 
Yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's such a weird thing. Yeah, and it's weird that this kind of off sub group somewhere like went out and did this. Yeah, they just went like like I want to steal this guy's head. I want his head. Let's do it. Is like, and like the weirdest thing is like you know Nosferatu didn't win a lot of awards. Like his most yeah. acclaimed movie is a movie called Sunrise. Um, that was made back in 1929. Um, it won Best Picture back then. It won, uh, you know, uh, Best Actress in a Leading Role for Janet uh, Gaynor and Best Cinematography, um, and was nominated for Best Art Direction. Uh-huh. And so, like back then, the Academy Awards only had like a small handful of, you know, awards to give out, and so like pretty much that movie dominated. They dominated that year for a war season, and so like that's what he's kind of most known for within like film historians. But like for everybody else, he's known for Nosferatu. So yeah, right. That's um, all I've known him for is like yeah. I just went to my friend's house in high school, and he was like watching it, and I was like, "What the hell is this? <laughs> this is crazy." This yeah, the, silent Dracula movie. It's like, it's, it's kind of it's kind of gnarly too. Like if you just like if you stay up late like I do, and you like all the lights are off. Except for the TV, and you're just watching it. It's one of the most terrifying things on the face of the planet because it's just it's just like it's like this weird feeling of seclusion and isolation, along with just watching this yeah. silent, you know, creepy demon-looking thing just stalking around and you know killing people and stuff. It's blah, yeah. Blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that's the title card for <laughs> for Nosferatu. Every single title card you guys. <laughs> He's like, line? I forgot. Line? Guys? Line? Guys? It's bad. Oh, okay. Bad. No. Yeah. No, more like bad. Apparently he died while... He died in a car crash, and he was engaging in oral sex with his 14-year-old Filipino houseboy on the Pacific Coast Highway, and he lost concentration... Them Germans. ...and slammed into a telegraph pole. So... Interesting. <laughs> he died the way he always wanted to die, I guess. I don't know. You know? Hey. Sometimes it's hard to drive. Wait, I mean, when someone's taking a lap nap while you're while you're driving, I'm assuming it'd be hard to keep keep focus on the road. <laughs> yeah, so that's just crazy. That's you know, 41 when he died, pedophile like kind of crazy horror film dude, and people have been worshiping his grave ever since. Once again, them Germans. Yeah. Um, so it's just such a such a weird story. Yeah, to it's come just out, a weird you know? thing to see this week. He was like embalmed before he uh, was buried too, mm-hmm. so his head might still be. He probably still has some fleshiness to it. Yeah, like uh, that's so gross. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, let's not talk about dead bodies. Anymore, yeah, no more of that. His skin this, looks this, like beef jerky. This is fucking weird. Let, let's move on, though. Uh, let's talk about one more thing we saw at Comic-Con uh, this last week uh, yes. having to do with comic news. Yes. Uh, we're going to see a very weird crossover yeah. happen. Uh, one that I'm kind of excited for. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crossover, of course, being a Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle crossover. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah, I think right. that's the best way to sum up this news. Um, what? Like, why? <laughs> but I mean, okay, why not? It's like, well, I mean, it's just, it's just weird because I mean, like IDW and DC teaming up to do this. It's just 
like two completely different you know groups of characters like, yeah. it's, like it's supposed to be like shredder gets a hold of um get like gets a hold of uh like the like uh uh, the turtles and like some somebody else too, I think, and then he yeah. sends them through some kind of portal, interdimensional. Or, yeah, no, no, it's Krang. Krang gets Krang. Um, some interdimensional portal going, throws Shredder and the Teenage Mutant Turtles through, and they wind up in Gotham. Yeah, and you know, then Batman is there because you know Batman, yeah. of course. Well, like sounds like you know comic books. Comic books do that. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just kind of strange. It'll be it weird. It'll be weird. It'll be weird to see the dynamic between the turtles and Batman because most the turtles are very kind of like, and of course a little different in the comic book. But yeah, they they're very like more like laid back and very like you know they're teenagers. Yeah, right? and Batman, is, dude, and Batman is this very like adult. Good guy. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of um, weird too because Batman like, doesn't crack jokes, right? Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Doesn't eat pizza. <laughs> doesn't hang out in sewers and skateboards. Yeah, he's so lame. Well, Turtle comics are known for being like a lot more gritty than their yeah um, their origin. Right. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Like, and so that, that's that why I do that a little like. But it will be weird because they're kind of like they're they have they're like a squad, you know, and they're used right. to doing the teamwork thing. And I mean, Batman's done his Robin stuff, and he's had like teamwork, but he's like kind of like the lone wolf. Yeah. Yeah, Batman's so, always pretty much been that like single yeah. character. Yeah, so like, will he be like the fifth wheel? Like? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just kind of wondering like how they're gonna work together and who like Shredder's gonna team up with to take down yeah, like, like Gotham or something like that. And like, and, like it's weird too because like, uh, like the Teenage Mutant Turtles started off as a weird parody of Daredevil. Uh-huh. Back in the day, because like, because right. if you think about it, so like, Daredevil fights on the rooftops of Hell's Kitchen, mm-hmm. and the turtles fight in the sewers of right. Hell's Kitchen, and then uh, they, uh, what what is it? Um, uh, Splinter um, is the mentor of the turtles, and Stick was the mentor of like of. Uh, Daredevil, yeah, and then like there's another one too. It's like, oh yeah, like Daredevil fights a group called the Hand, and then the turtles the fight, fight the fight the foot. Yeah, so and like Hand up top, foot down sewers. You know, yeah. Yeah. it's just kind of like this weird echoey commentary that they were yeah. doing, just kind of like for shits and giggles. And now it's just like. I, I don't yeah, know. I'm just kind honestly, of weird. like I would say, like Bat or Daredevil is kind of like Marvel's Batman in a yeah. way. I would say so. He's definitely a lot of people like to say the Punisher, but yeah, like, the Punisher yeah. is it has a different dynamic to yeah, it. Batman doesn't go guns blazing and do no. shit like Punisher does. Yeah, so it'll be it, it's weird. It's, it's weird, but I'm excited, right? Yeah, yeah. Of you are. Another, um, yeah, I don't know. Two weird franchises that yeah. um, you'd never see merged. Yeah. Have you guys um, ever seen any other weird crossovers like this before? Well, I grew up reading Sonic the Hedgehog comics, and there was one, <laughs> there was one that was like Sonic Live, and so it was like Sonic, like gets out of the comic book, so he's like in the real world and stuff. What? So it was like Sonic combined with like live action, and it was like really weird. That sounds um, so weird, and just like so like this sounds like some weird fan fiction. It, yeah, it was very very nineties, like very nineties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't know. They did a Sonic and Mega Man crossover. Yeah, which is kind yeah, of yeah. Cool. Like, yeah. I feel like that kind of makes sense, you know? Like, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's it's interesting to see these uh, these things crossover because, of course, within the same world, so with Marvel or DC, you're going to see plenty of crossover stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's weird to see these lines jump into other 
completely different comic book yeah. world, right? So if you had like a Marvel DC crossover, they that would be insane. They, well, they did it twice right. before. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 weird to see these two worlds completely different yeah. collide and become one. Um, in this case, they're not really like in the Marvel stuff there's counterparts right essentially yeah so there's yeah. almost like a counterpart to every Marvel character to a DC character in a way yeah um, I'm not saying of course like one to one but you know for, for the, the most part, part there there is definitely there's counterparts yeah. very very similar characters um, the turtles and Batman don't <laughs> don't fit that <laughs> don't fit that <laughs> dynamic in my opinion <laughs> it's like one, it it's more like bananas and grapefruits <laughs> yeah so I, don't know, I mean, I guess we'll see uh, how that works out. Yeah, I, I think it's something I'll probably be forced to pick up. Yeah, there's a lot so. of other weird crossovers that have happened. There's like an Archie and Punisher crossover. <laughs> Archie, where like Punisher like goes to like fucking like you know where Archie lives and wasn't shit. there like an Archie and Predator crossover? Yeah, there's Archie. At some point? Archie has the weirdest crossovers, dude. Like there's that one that was like um, like uh, Archie after death or something like that yeah. like where they're all zombies yeah and they're still yeah, like them doing the same thing i think but they're they just, just zombies like, yeah they just like rebooted archie and like yeah. it's like all like gritty now or in like something they were just really so like weird. trying to push that and i feel like just let it go they need to be careful because <laughs> they're gonna piss off all those like because archie's still around because there's like a shitload of people that, like, original fans and shit. right they're gonna piss all those people off if they make it too different but i mean i guess they're fishing for like new readers yeah and yeah. Things, yeah it's something you have to do you can't rely on those old readers yeah. forever so are you guys fans of avatar at all I, I like the first series, and then Legend of Korra lost me at the second season, and ah. I just haven't bothered to watch any of the rest of it. Yeah, but I saw the promotion three and four, like made up for everything. That That's what happened. everyone keeps telling me, but then like I keep hearing the commotion about the ending, and I was like, keep on kind of calling shenanigans on the ending a lot. So because uh, I don't so agree good. with a lot with what a lot of people say, because uh. like there, there's like an implication that there's like. Um, like the ending is that you know uh, two two main characters are gay for each other blah blah blah. It's I don't like really see that. Clear. I don't. It's not very clear. Whereas like there's other cartoons on at the same time and on now that are making things very yeah. explicit instead of implicit. Mm. Whereas Korra was very implicit. So like I just kind of don't like the bandwagon that the creators jumped on with the ending because like because like as soon as soon as some as soon as somebody said some oh yeah the ending's totally like this they were like yeah exactly well if like, that's watch, exactly what we meant it to be the seeds were sown like way back in like season two that, that, that's what that's what a lot of people say but i watched all season two i did not see it well, I did not it's, see it it's like it goes right over your head like they're facing like you know like and i was i thought it was weird because with the whole cora run they like um they had to start going to only digital like right. you could only watch them online they weren't actually getting aired anymore yeah. and I was like what the hell is going on and then after seeing the ending it's like oh it's just like good old fashioned like homophobia and just like them just wanting to their viewership was down that's the reason why I got taken off the air well I mean there's that and then there's just the fact that there was this whole thing that they're pushing and that like their, their, their numbers of people watching it online were huge and like I, mean, like more, I, I think that show makes more sense to be online than anything else because I mean like when the first Avatar series came out like that was great for Nickelodeon and it did really well for Nickelodeon um, it's just that with 
this one because it was initially supposed to be just like a, a mini series. Yeah, it was gonna be a single. Right. Yeah, single like, and then as soon as like you know like they realized that you know, this is generating a lot of money for them, then that's when they pushed along you know three more seasons, and then you know everything just kind of went to hell in a handbasket really well, they quick. They got all wishy washy because all the executives are like, we don't want to have be supporting this like you know gay stuff and blah blah blah. Well, I mean like even then like the gay stuff wasn't even like prevalent in like like as like in the second season so like it wouldn't it would make more sense and like even in like like I keep hearing everyone say in like the third season yeah it's there but I mean like it's it's like not very clear it's very ambiguous yeah and well you gotta know, watch level, it you can't that level of say it's not clear when you haven't like, watched it no but like there's just a level of ambiguity throughout yeah. the entire throughout the entire series well it's like the series couldn't have happened if they were outright about it cause like that's how fucking mm. Blatant homophobia is, and like the effects that yeah. it puts on like everything is like there is, but like there's there's cartoons out right now. There's there's legit like like uh, Clarence. There's there's a character in that show who has two moms. Know which way about it, and they explicitly address it. And there's been there's been episodes where it's just been that. What so I think I've never watched. It's just a it's a cartoon. It's, it's, cartoon, um, it's on Cartoon Network. Okay, but it's it, a it's, fifteen minute like. But it's, is it? But it's like a Adult Swim weird. Show no, no, no. It's, it's no. like a. It's like a. It's directed towards kids. Yeah, okay. it's a kids show. Mm-hmm. But it's it's very clear. But it's never like. It's, they're never like, oh look, he has two moms. It's just like he has two moms. Has two moms. Everybody knows how he has two moms, but it's yeah. never like it's not like addressed or anything. Yeah, but yeah. it's very obvious. So I think um, like in that mindset, like there's creators who are willing to take bigger, broader chances mm-hmm. with that kind of subject matter. And then, like the people who play ambigu- like with so, with a level of ambiguity, but I think they could take more of a step towards it, and then like that would just normalize it that much more. Instead of just saying like just saying maybe, maybe so, maybe not, then you're just kind of making it still a taboo when it doesn't well, I mean, need to be a taboo. Like, there's no way to know what was going on behind the scenes, and, like, yeah, they, unless you were like, there. They, yeah, they like maybe wanted to show more, but like couldn't, and they yeah, maybe, like it's very possible that they wanted to embrace it full on from the beginning. And that would be perfectly fine. But they should have. Yeah, go yeah. that route. But I'm sure there was people behind the scenes who were like, "Yeah, no, this is a this is like aimed for kids. We can't have that for whatever reason because mm-hmm. you know everybody in the network is like 80 year old white men." Well, yeah. so, so, you know, well, everybody is like so like. Well, we'll show all these people getting decapitated, decapitated, yeah, killed. But anything related to sexuality or sex or it's anything, it's, it's like, so imbalanced. Way. It's ridiculous. It, yeah, like, it's because I mean, like I guess it's because like Nickelodeon is generally targeted towards an even younger audience for the mm-hmm. most part, which kind of yeah. made, like I don't even know why like. Avatar is even on Nickelodeon anymore. It should be yeah. on like it should Cora be with was, a different different group. Yeah, Cora was very much like young adult, like mm-hmm, like kind of thirteen, stuff. fourteen year old kids, you know, yeah. watching this and stuff. But they but they did uh, like main reason I brought all this up is because they announced that there's going to be a Cora um, comic book series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and like they're supposed to continue the Avatar series and then the Cora. Series, yeah, it's right? like supposed to like bridge the gaps or something yeah. kind of. So I'm excited for that. I, mean, I I think it's cool to see them like branching out into other mediums like I was like I heard that they were going to be at um, Comic Con and I was really hoping they were going to like announce a third series or something mm-hmm. so I, I was think kinda it'll probably be a bit before they do it maybe we'll see something yeah. next year Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a popular enough series where I don't think they're just going to let it go no. yeah it'll happen someday hopefully yeah. but yeah I'm, I'm happy that they're like you know flexing their artistic muscles and trying new stuff the original creators are working on a new a new IP I think yeah that's what I heard but I'm not entirely sure who it's for yeah 
It might, yeah, I mean, maybe that'll be a show, and, I mean, awesome, like, they, they made great stuff before, like, you know, there's no reason to be mad at yeah. them for doing something new. No, yeah, like, it's no. kind of weird how a lot of their fans were getting pissed off that they weren't doing another Avatar series. Yeah. In my like, opinion, it was yeah, kind of like, I mean, like force them. I mean, like, if they want to do it, they'll do it. Just yeah, like, it, yeah. It, the, the thing is, you don't want to be forced to do that and burn out on it, right? Yeah. Um, I love, you know, I love playing video games, but if you sat here and told me to play a certain video game over and over again, or let's say if you're a video game maker, you were making this game, you're like, yeah, okay, I put my work in, like, my, my heart into this, but I want to do something else. They're like, no, you have to go back and do this again. You're going to get burned out on it. You're not going to put in that much effort as you would have liked to. So maybe it's good for them to take a break, do something else. If they feel the love for it after that, definitely go back. And yeah. Yeah. They'll have the fan base there to pick it back up. And I'm yeah. pretty yeah. excited to see what their new IP is going to be, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see like how it's going to turn out. Because I, I, I kind of I, I want it to be good. Yeah. I really want it to be good. Um, just that like if they've already fatigued themselves now... I can only just, you know, you know, begin to imagine, like, maybe they, you know, are kind of burning themselves out on writing just in general. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, like, they're writers, not animators, not, like, yeah. actual character designers or anything like that. They're just writers. Right. So, but it's different when you get to, like, start from scratch again, you know? Yeah. Because like, there's something awesome about, like, when, you know, they're working on Korra, you can tell that, that they were able to make it the way it was because it was such a layered thing, like, built upon what they had pre-established um, with, like, Last Airbender. Right, right. And, like, there was all this, this whole vivid world that they just mm-hmm. even brought even more life into, and even watching Airbender again after watching Korra, like, there's, like, more stuff that you notice, and you're mm-hmm. like, holy shit, like... Yeah. Um, and, like, so, you know, creatively, that'll probably be really relieving for them to not have to be like, oh, we should do this, but, oh, crap, we need to make we sure We need to it remember sense. that it stays in the continuity yeah, yeah. with this thing we did a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah so no, they can just both start fresh and, you know, like, that way maybe we'll get something as good as, like, Airbender. Yeah. And who knows? All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, it's actually a pretty good show. I actually yeah. like this episode. It was great yeah. to have you here. I'm very happy yeah. that we had yeah. Thank you guys someone so other than just us two in here <laughs> bitching and moaning about stuff all the yeah. time. No, now, there's three of us bitching and moaning about right? stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I was happy to be here. I'm happy to provide like an extra, um, you know, perspective. Yeah, we'll definitely, uh, we'd definitely love to have you back at some yeah. point. Definitely. Just um, let me know. Yeah, anything you want to talk about? Anything you want to push before? Um, we yeah, well, it's just like, I guess uh, I have to plug my band since I'm a musician. Like, um, I play in lo- my uh, band uh, with my brother, and it's called Crime Bison. And so, <laughs> Criminal <laughs> Buffalo is. Yeah, like Criminal Buffalo type. But we it's just like a random name that we chose because it's weird. And uh, that way, people will remember it. And uh, but we're recording an album right now. Like that's what we have just been doing for the past week. We have like yeah. fourteen songs on our album that are. Uh, it's going to be a really good album. Yeah, it's. And you said you've been in the studio like all week. Yeah, right? Monday, so. well, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then actually for the past month, like we've been even working on it at home, like getting demo tracks ready yeah. and uh, stuff like that. And it's just been been a long a lot of fun we the band's been to, together since like 2011 so we've been kind of working at right, bar right. gigs for the past couple of years and we've gotten to where now we can play pretty regularly and uh you know make a pretty decent amount of money whenever we're able to like play a show yeah right? go down to sandrini's yeah. and stuff and uh we've gotten come a long ways and like 
it, it literally grew out of nothing, and so we're. Uh, I mean, it's good to hear. You guys play good music. I mean, I've been to a couple of your shows, I, yeah. and you guys are, you know, showmans. So that's that's yeah. another great thing too. Thank you. It's good to have a band that's not just that doesn't just have good music, but also is, you know, entertaining to watch. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Um, we've, so. we've like you know gone from like nothing to trying to figure, and it's it's just all trial and error. You know, some stuff works live, mm-hmm. and some some stuff doesn't. Right. But. But yeah, I mean, right now there's not really much to show as in terms of like uh, album tracks that's like, like done. But uh, you know, in the future, like yeah, I mean, I'll I'll, uh, I'll put uh, one of the songs here uh, from one of your old CDs yeah, yeah. I have lying around. Um, yeah, just let me know which song you yeah, want for sure. me to put on. But um, yeah, I'll put that at the end of the episode. Um, I'll put a link at yeah. the bottom of the episode to your Facebook page or something. Yeah, yeah. You know what? In that case, I can I might be able to send you one of our demo tracks for one of our newer songs. So it's like it's not going to be as good as like how it is in our our, our new studio right, recordings right. because they're recorded at home with like you know just the bare minimum. But yeah. like they get the idea of the song across and stuff. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, that's I guess what people want, right? Yeah, yeah. you know. So yeah, just uh, if you want to send me that um, yeah. before I set the, get this all figured out. Yeah, and if anyone wants to look us up, Crime Bison, and you know we're on SoundCloud, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to put a link yeah, at the yeah. bottom of the of the description of this episode to your Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. Um, so well, we're on iTunes and Spotify yeah. and like Amazon Music. Nice. Doing, they're doing way better than we are. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so you guys are like miles ahead. I don't even know why the hell you bothered to do this with us. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But uh, but yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. As always, uh, go listen to our podcast on Stitcher. I'm still having fucking trouble putting this thing up on iTunes. So fuck you, iTunes. <laughs> Unless I'm able to get it up this week and then thank you, iTunes, and I take that back. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, we should be back recording on Saturday because I have next weekend off. Um, but we're going to sign off. Uh, we will be back next week, you guys. A victim of the same manipulation And it shakes my concentration Every time that I fight back They're calling me a criminal Take a look at you I might be in over my head But hear these words, yeah Stop until the day I'm dead Your tired act is quickly growing less amusing And I can promise that I'll be patient long I'm fighting to keep my head From sinking below, sinking below, sinking below Don't think I'll last much longer Could you throw me a line, baby, throw me a line I'm tired of all these problems And I'm tired of pain, tired of pain, tired of pain I'm tired of treading waters Throw me a line, throw me a line, throw me a line
underneath He's a coward Who thinks in terms of greed Who takes what he don't need Well I won't play no part I'll spend these fleeting days here Singing songs about the people that I love In the starlight up above Something you could do But it breaks my heart into The way you treat me, girl Much longer, could you throw me a line, baby? Throw me a line. Tired of all these problems, and I'm tired of pain, tired of pain, tired of pain. I'm tired of treading waters. Throw me a line, throw me a line, throw me a line. Fighting to keep my head from sinking. 